listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. When you pull up in the front, you see Ben's on dubs. When you roll 20 deep, it's 20 knives in the crud. I'm starting over one more time. When I pull up in the front, you see Ben's on dubs. When I roll 20 deep, it's 20 knives in the club. Friends from the neighborhood heard I fuck with Dre. Now they want to show me love. When you sell like Eminem, the hoes, they want to fuck. But homies ain't nothing. Change, hose down, G's up. I see exhibit in the cut. Hey, friends from the neighborhood, roll that weed up. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tip podcast your host rod and karen and we are in the house on a sunday yes we got some special rapping going on over there mc peanuts the, the dulcet tones back of in MC the house peanuts. y'all back know y'all missed her uh it's our girl amber um who you may know from um well she kind of came out of the closet on the last one so you may know her from black cheek wa- black chick watching or you might know her from black sexy geek and mental what's going on no, no, no. oh no oh so i wasn't supposed to say i wasn't supposed to say i'm sorry guys that, that's uh that, okay. neither one of those podcasts are, are related, related those are that's all made up it's all made up with <laughs> that is now the secret is the cat's out the bag i can't believe that i'm sorry don't worry uh just you know what? Let's just do another whole another podcast and just pretend this one, this one never happened. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Amber, what's going on? How you doing? Um, I'm cool. I have an echo, but you, oh, you have an echo wait. on your side. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Maybe it's gone. Yes, and it's gone. There we go. So, uh, repeat the question. Uh, how you doing, man? What's going on? Oh, <laughs> it's a whole thing. So I'm doing okay, I guess, but I'm supposed to be doing this. Okay, so first of all, let's go back in our Wayback Machine. Your girl, Amber P. Knight, is going to be doing press at Dragon Con. What, bitches? Yeah, so that's very exciting. 75,000 plus people, and who's going to be in the press? Amber P. Knight, chilling, trying to not embarrass herself and everybody else, because you know I'll bring us all down with me. So I'm very excited about that, but I need to do a fundraiser to get there. And uh, so I put together this Indiegogo thing, but it's not done. And it's Mm. been days. And I want to crawl into a ball and never leave that ball ever. Mm. Now, what now? What is it hard to do one of those Indiegogo things? Like what? What like what? What's the what's the hold up on it? Um, it's the wording and the video because like the stuff I have now is too like clinical sounding and I need it to be engaging and I have to have like this cool video that makes people go, yeah, I want to give her all my money. And I haven't done that. And it's like, oh, so it's a whole thing. And it's like, if you don't start off right, then maybe you don't get featured because they sell you a load of bull. Let me explain something. So uh-huh. what these things do, they're like, oh, this small business had an idea for a widget and then they got quarter of a million dollars for it. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go way above it. And all they wanted was like $17.55. And this is what happened to them. It's like, ah. And it's like, that's not how it works. Mm. But unless you're going to do it. So I want to have a really good campaign so that they, you know, pick me. Well, you know what's weird is um like with is is it you're like worried about the perfection of it like you're like i want to have the perfect pitch and the perfect 
like words and i want people to click this and just be like here's some money or is it like um you know a systematic thing where you're like they won't even like show my shit if it's not perfect well both because it's one of those things where like on dating websites you know how they'll have the most gorgeous people you've ever seen in your life on the um like ads and stuff and even when you sign up, it's like, these are people in Boston, da 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 da, da. Right. And then you get into the guts of it, and it's like, really? So if you want to be one of those people that's on the ad for the dating site, mm. you got to, you know, come correct right out the gate. And so if I put up a schlubby thing, and then they see it, and they're going to be like, schlubby, next. But if I don't put anything... Okay, so I have a story about knives. Okay. Not the, you know, knives that Fiddy was doing. But, um, okay. <laughs> so check it. The knives that, uh, yeah, the it, character from, uh, uh, from Scott Pilgrim? Right. No, not, sure. not the character from Scott Pilgrim. Okay, alright, what kind of knives are we talking about? It's okay. Um, oh, okay, so my dad used to take our steak knives and, like, use it for gardening or as a screwdriver, cause he's a heat. Mm-hmm. And so my mom got so sick of it, she started to hide them. And I was like, okay, why are you doing that? It's like, because otherwise we won't have any left. And it's like, well, if you're hiding them, then we're not using them. Mm. So either way, we have no knives. Right. So now it's like, well, I can get the perfect, perfect pitch, but there's nothing for anyone to go to right now. Mm. Or I could wait and there's, you know what I mean? If I start now, it's like, uh, and if I don't start, then it's like, uh. Oh, well, how long do you, so many life choices. how long do you have to um like come up with this? You know, um, well, it starts in three weeks, so mm. yesterday. Oh yeah, that's uh pretty fast, man. And how long does it take Indiegogo to get you yo to run your coins? You know what I mean? Um, well, they can do it so that you can get it all while it comes in. Okay, that's good. Okay. Well, yeah, man, get on that, man, so we can uh, tell everybody to give you your money. You know what I'm saying? We want to see I'll, you go to I'll Dragon put up, Con. I'll put, up, I'll put up what I've got today. I'll, I'll record something today, and then I'll make it pretty tomorrow. Yeah, can you, yeah, can you like, update it and stuff, like, as it goes, so you don't have to, yeah. like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you need to totally be out there, and we want to help you get there, man. Uh, what all kind of stuff do you have to, like, pay for to get out to Dragon Con? Oh, Lord. So there's <laughs> travel. So the plane and travel while there mm-hmm. and uh, food and blow. Yeah, of and course, of course. I'm going to need ah! what else? What, else? <laughs> what about lodging? Like where you're staying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. That too. Still don't have that set. Right. So that's great. Yeah, that's man. Great. We, we want to help you get there, man. And I think our audience and you know all these podcasts that uh you know surround uh us and stuff we all root for you and we all want to help and uh we need to get some black people in the building at dragon con so they can know you know what's going on exactly with black chicks especially you know like some of this representation in different media that's going to be there and you know depending on um you know uh who the press is you know a lot of people don't really look at it's not just the media that's there but the questions that get asked are based on who's who the press is that's true too yeah certain questions aren't asked and it's 
uh, DragonCon is in Atlanta, right? Yes, yeah, in Atlanta. So That's right. uh, Aaron from Black Astronaut is He'll going be to there. be there. Yep. And Deep Palm from Movie Trailer Reviews will He's gonna be, be there. there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's uh, other people going to be there too. So you'll run into some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, we're having a meetup. Oh shit! That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Let's. We had a meet up uh, in DC, and it was so awesome. It was fun. Like it's you know getting to finally meet fans and friends and people like that. Man, it was it was so dope to get that love because. Uh, and I know, especially with you doing your show solo, it's it's like you're just in a room. You have your headphones. You have your microphone. You're talking, pouring your soul out to the universe. And if you connect with people, it's you know normally it's more like someone on the internet or someone you know a twitter or facebook message or something you know what i mean but to like see people to the face it's like holy shit this is real you know so yeah for sure man i I definitely want to um aid in anything we can do to help that out yeah let us know once you get it up yeah we'll 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 add it to the show notes if you if you do and um that way we can uh you know direct people to to where the money need to go give you them coins yeah um all right um before we get into any more stuff i have to talk with amber okay um let me introduce this show okay this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we promise we'll read them if you're not in america let us know what country you're in and we will find that uh five star review and we'll read that too we got one uh from japan uh today karen so can you write that down because we're gonna need to remember that saturday because i started because cool, yeah. ain't no way i'm gonna remember that shit saturday oh me either i <laughs> favored it because i was like she was like i left it in japan but i don't know if you can see it i was like well thank you for telling us we have to go find it mm-hmm. konnichiwa is what i say mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying come on uh but yeah you can uh leave five star reviews and we'll read them as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme extreme Mm -hmm. boom and today marks day oh wait i'm sorry (laughs) i I didn't realize the sound effects were gonna keep going sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) brought to you in digital 3d um yeah and uh today marks day 606 that bobby schmerz has been locked up in jail Mm -hmm. uh well two million dollars bail that has not been lowered uh while not going to court either um if he don't get convicted or something dog two years of your life gone oh my god i can't even imagine i can't even imagine like he better be guilty you know what i'm saying like admit what at some point it's just like y'all got me in here so long i I, now i hope i go to jail just so for the time served okay um we're also sponsored we're a triple sponsor today we're brought to you by shadow dog productions the maker of fine handcrafted audio plays they got a new album out this one by two-time guest of the show jenna rose simon you may know her as um sassy white girl teenager that got really really passionate about the divergent series and twilight i just remember uh i don't i don't even remember how that came up but i just remember that 10 minute like monologue where she read them for filth and i was just like okay i i did, never watched any of those but i won't be now um <laughs> check it, it even won't now because look like they they were so bad it was like you know what we're just gonna make out a tv series yeah she 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 i put that on her that's the power of general simon ah! she read them so good they said this last divergent movie is going straight to tv 
there's no way the kids will accept this um but yeah check out her family friendly lighthearted collection of audio plays on itunes it's called favorite laughs and other fun you can also uh just search her name general simon and they are curious how many of people how many people if any prefer to buy audio media from other means so hit them up on twitter at shadow dog pride if you would prefer to get it on like amazon instead of itunes or something like that um just let them know so all right and we're also brought to you by that's right bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor mumps uh check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and lastly we are brought to you by loot crate that's right nerds this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate, which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises. Go to LootCrate.com slash TBGWT, enter offer code TBGWT, and you can get $3 off of any new subscription. This month, the uh, theme is anti-heroes, so it's going to have a bunch of stuff from people that walk the line of morality uh for their own goals you know uh you the loot crates uh start off at less than twenty dollars you get six to eight items and all you got to do to get that three dollars off more than just the 20 so there you go you get three dollars off with code tbgwt all right guys let's get into some show stuff all right first of all uh amber what you been watching lately for black chick watching um oh damn it let me I'm gonna check. I'm gonna. I have to check my show oh. to, to see what the topics were. <laughs> I, my mind is a sim. Have you seen? But I, I just saw. Yeah. Um. What was that? The flying thing. It's not Star Wars. It's the other one. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh yeah. yeah. I just saw that. Okay. What'd you think yeah, of that? Um, um. After I woke up, I thought it was really interesting. Um. But for the parts I was asleep for, which were basically credits to credits. Mm. Um, Ouch. It was a, it was a thing. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was nice to see, you know, Zoe there, you know, yay. But okay, so I had this thing happen. There's this chick, and she is my favorite chick in the whole franchise. Um, but I couldn't tell what race she was. Mm. So I didn't know how hard to rock with her because she was in makeup and wig and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's a thing. I was like, if she were a black girl, I was going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wasn't, but I was still like, she's the best thing in this movie. And I love her. So, yeah, I've never wanted to take out my phone and be that girl so much and look up what she is. Mm. But, um, but yeah, she was my favorite part. The rest of it was kind of boring. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I didn't like about Beyond um, was actually that, I mean, because I think when J.J. Abrams wrote it, um the romance between spock and ahura was actually like more involved and funny Mm -hmm. and like they had arguments and stuff but they also but it was like cute couples arguments in the middle of like firefights and shit and you know and i kind of enjoyed that element and like her storyline was kind of like i don't need you to fucking protect me um and also you can't be afraid to love me and it was like you know what i mean like and he did love her and he was conflicted and he did want to be with her and all this shit 
this and this one it felt like they kind of like started on an argument and then they just dismissed her for fucking an hour and 50 minutes and then they kind of come to the end and they hug mm-hmm. yeah it's like was she filming simone at the same time was she <laughs> washing off was she washing off makeup during most of the movie? It was ridiculous. I think it's she like, was. like, there's no fun here. <laughs> it was not a good movie. <laughs> I just pictured her in the Simone makeup <laughs> between scenes. Like, no, not yet. I have to have to get dressed up for my other show, uh, and then we can do something. But yeah, they they scaled her part back so big, in my opinion. Um, which I guess totally makes sense because Justin Lin directed this and he's like the, does the Fast and Furious franchise and stuff. So he probably oh. don't know how to write women very well. Yeah. And that I know that makes so much yeah. sense right now. Everything makes so very much sense. And I know that, um, for a lot of, um, Star Trek fans of the TV show, which I was, I was a, fan of new gener the next generation a little bit but i'm not really star trek in general i'm not a fan at all were, were you a star trek fan um amber um i watched uh next gen and um deep space okay yeah so i think to a certain extent this uh, this latest movie felt a little bit more episodic like a like an actual tv yeah. episode a little bit <laughs> But that was not what I liked about those first two movies. It was nope. like the opposite of what no. I liked about those movies. Nope. And, and yeah. like I said, for me, before we get like the angry letters, because mm-hmm. I know Star Trek and Star Trek, all, Star, you know, these people, they take their shit very seriously. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I personally, it, neither one of those was my cup of tea. So initially I wasn't going to watch the series because any of them, because I was like, I, I, it just wasn't my thing. But when I was like, J.J. did it, I was like, in all things, J.J., I trust. Right. So that's why I love the first two. But a lot of the people that like the original series, well, depending on who you ask, mm-hmm. a lot of people that like the original series, they just just did not like the, the first two movies at all. But a lot of them from looking on the Internet liked this one, and I didn't. Yeah. Because I was like, if we're going to go back to the original one, I'm tapping out the rest of them then if we're going to do this because that's not my cup of tea. I understand. Yeah, it's closer to the TV series in my opinion, but that's not what I wanted to see in the theater. Nope. Um, but yeah, I, you know, and, and, and I did like Jayla, the, the new edition, but, um, as Amber said, I, I didn't know if she was black or what. She's some kind of brown, but I don't know that she was. Yeah, she black. is. Turns out, spoiler warning, she's mm-hmm. Algerian and French. So, okay. Middle Eastern. There you go. Ooh. So, and I did like her character, um, and I hated the, I hated the fucking last action scene and how they won with hip hop music. That, that, that made me want to flip a table. Word, did, did, word. Come on, dog. Only. See, I heard, I was like, I was like, play Public Enemy again. Please play Public Enemy again. And then they played Sabotage. You don't know how I feel about my Sabotage. I play it on repeat sometimes. That is my jam. And I was like, something to live for in this movie theater. <laughs> So I loved it. I didn't know something was happening on screen. I was I was jamming. I felt so manipulated mm-hmm. as an audience. Yes, sir. Just so he's ah oh, fuck them, fuck them I forever was like, for that. Word, word, word. <laughs> yeah, it's like when a movie's like we know we can't be good, but what we can do is put a song you like every five or ten minutes, and then you'll fucking think this was a good movie. That's how it felt to me. Where I, I walked out the end, and I was like, 
oh yeah i guess it was oh wait no i just really like those two songs fuck you that movie wasn't good you no. beat the aliens with the power of hip hop right and you know what if i i i'm with amber if i would have liked the sabotage song i probably would have been like okay cool but because it's it's not one of i my, like public enemy yes and i, I still felt the same way though because it was like Nigga, you cannot be aliens with the power of hip hop in the year forty five fifty seven. Like, ah, yeah. That, Somebody made a good point. He was like, with all these movies that do that, it would be like us listening to medieval music. Right. Like no one runs around doing that. It doesn't make sense. You you clearly manipulated the audience. You sons of bitches. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. I feel like Justin Lin just Google like most popular hip hop songs and was like, okay, we'll put both of those in. <laughs> And then, and then if people don't like the movie, they won't understand that it, we just fucked with them. Um, at any rate, um, hey, have you seen, um, the World of Warcraft movie yet? Amber? No, I don't even know what, what okay. state that is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just thought that one was, uh, uh, an interesting movie because it has, um, Paula Patton in it mm-hmm. and Ruth Nagar in it um and okay ruth nega is um she well see i don't know do you watch agents of shield yeah okay she's Raina from agents of shield mm-hmm. the black chick yes. yeah and, and she's girl in preacher yeah she's in preacher as but amber hasn't watched preacher yet i don't think oh, okay but she's in preacher as tulip who's like the main I don't uh, know what Preacher is. Yeah, it's a, a, a it's based off a comic book called Preacher. It's a TV show on AMC. It's eleven episodes, and um, oh yeah, this is the one you told me about. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think she, I added it to DVD. Yeah, I mean yeah. DVR. She she's she's awesome in that, and then um, and then in um, uh, in, in World of Warcraft, it was essentially a movie with two black women in it. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like obviously paula Patton was like playing a half troll half human so it was like green makeup or whatever but i still a black woman in real life and uh ruth nega's in there too as like the queen so it was like kind of an interesting take so uh i don't know if you ever get a chance to check that out but it was just like i don't know i walked in there just thinking like here's a video game movie i'll see it just so we can review it right and when i walked out i was like huh who knew when black women was in there? <laughs> like, and it, and it wasn't like the best thing ever, but it wasn't the worst either. And yeah. I read the action was like so intense. It was just weird because it was just like normally in those universes, like they'll do like they'll put like one black dude in there with dreads and make him a knight or something. And uh normally, you know, and then like the black woman that was the queen and the sister of the main protagonist and the love interest was a black woman. It was like okay, this is uh good for you world of warcraft didn't no one saw this coming I, I doubt this is in the video game i'm, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say it's, it's probably not in the video no, game because so Ga- gamergate has never uh you know written articles about you so uh good for you guys in right. this movie um all right um let's see what else we gotta get into okay this is a little bit serious guys okay and uh-huh. I, I i hate to do this but i have to address some things that happened on twitter with me yesterday okay uh, of course, everybody knows yesterday was National Left-Handers Day, right? Yes. Um, uh, don't trust those people. Yeah, oh, you son of. Uh, anyway, <laughs> as a left, as a left hand, as a left-handed person, oh, uh, yeah, I received so much uh, backlash uh, because you know I just brought up that people need to check their right privilege 
yesterday <laughs> and i hope they would take the day to kind of explore their right privilege you know because you know I, whether it's scissors um uh, whether it's uh when i write and i have ink on the bottom of my hand because everything in america is designed to write from left to right and Ooh. notebooks open the opposite way and they do unless you buy one yeah unless you go to a leftorium or something where are you supposed to get tools for you you know um even things such as uh you know things people take for granted every day like uh the desk when you sit down as a kid like there might be one left hand desk if that and then when the right person sits in your left hand desk oh my god like the fucking privilege seeping off of you you know like just go go sit in the desk that is designed for you and let me have my space that i deserve that is to make me comfortable you don't need that part of the left arm rest you don't need that i do so there's like that kind of stuff and it was so many people that were responding to me <laughs> yesterday and i mean even some left-handed people that were being like oh you, this is not a big deal i mean i was i was raised to to just adjust to these to right people and stuff and i was like dog that's just right supremacy coming out of you <laughs> and anti anti-leftness like just because you've adapted to it doesn't make it okay Correct. okay and don't don't bring yourself hate to me you know what i mean let that go like you you need to that's that's your thing to deal with but on national left-hander day you don't tell me that (laughs) i can't speak out this is our day okay and i stand in solidarity with all our ambidextrous people or by manual i don't mean to insult okay but i stand i stand in solidarity with all the other people that want a day but if you are right-handed and you come up like what about national right-handers day man fuck you you have every other day of this year (laughs) every other day we get one day and then you want to do all hands matter when i'm fucking talking about the left hand when we talking about the left hand right now and we matter too and i don't appreciate some of this backlash man i know some of y'all thought it was funny but why the joke gotta happen to left hand people hmm people trying to blame us for left-handed people that didn't do oh well you know that uh james harden is left-handed and he shoots too many shots in the nba yeah well did you ever think about this um donald trump is right-handed do you feel responsible for him (laughs) no because of right privilege that's all it is so y'all need to back up off us and let us celebrate like if you're an ally to us then why don't you have some solidarity and let us southpaws and only we can say that only we call each other southpaws so don't try to don't you come in and try to say that that's our word but <laughs> you can stand in solidarity and support left-handed people and and let us know that you know use your right privilege to to like spread to signal boost us like retweet some of our things you know i had a lot of people coming out of the closet with their hands because they were taught as kids to write with their right hands right like and this is a real thing this happens all the time like people are basically they are told as kids that the orientation of their hand is wrong and then they are basically drilled out of it you know so they're live a lot of people are living a a lot like they're using their right hand because to fit in but then when they play sports they have to play like left-handed or you know whenever they it comes to something natural like oh i want to use some scissors you gotta you got that's why y'all y'all scissors shit be all fucked up your lines are fucked up because you're using the wrong hand 
<laughs> and I, I i told people to retweet it you know to come out of the left hand closet man let people know that some of your favorite people Raina april she left-handed you know how many people have been talking bad about left-handed people I had no idea that Raina april is one of is a left-handed person you know all the anti-leftness that's in our society i mean writing come on <laughs> right <laughs> right right it means correct right right am i right guys and then when it's when something's wrong oh it's way out in left field oh that went left sinister means literally means left-handed in latin i mean these things are just there's so much in there and i appreciate everyone that retweeted pictures of their children and stuff because there's a lot of people that they're right and they live in the right world but then they have children and the children are left-handed and then now you got to think about things from a different perspective you know and i appreciate the people that said you know it took me having a kid that was left-handed for me to understand the hardships that y'all experience and now i stand in solidarity with you and i and i say thank you you know i appreciate that you know i i i had a friend uh one person said um as a right-handed person if i came to class late i would have to sit in the left-hand desk and i said now imagine how right <laughs> exactly exactly now imagine how that feels all the time that's how we feel all the time not just when we sit in the wrong day all day everything we do even when you get in a car things are oriented for you to have to manipulate shit with your right hand all the important shit you have to manipulate with your right hand you know but i try to tell people out of solidarity right hands and left hands it's not about saying uh right hands don't matter okay but when you want to applaud you have to have both hands together and that's what we're trying to do is bring both hands together you can't clap with one hand right so i'm trying to i'm trying to join into society the way that i always have but you know for the people out there that you know want to fight back to some of this right supremacy please you know speak up you know, if you're out here passing for right, but you you were you were basically demonized and and forced into using your right hand, yo, let people know, man, because it wasn't right what happened to you, okay? And nothing's wrong with using your left hand, okay? So I just want people to know. And, and if you're feeling personal about this, you're feeling some kind of way because we're having a segment on our show and it's not about you. Check your right fragility, okay? Uh-huh. i know a lot of y'all think oh this isn't this isn't about me something must be wrong with this segment of the show no okay this is my intersection yes i'm a black man but i also experienced some anti-leftness in my life as well okay you know i'll get on the i'll get on the basketball court and people be like oh that's a good move that's my natural hand son of a bitch okay it wasn't a good move that's just the way I do. When you make a hand, uh, lay up with your right hand, I don't say, what a great move. Because I know that that's just the hand you're dominant with. So there's a lot of little stuff, man. You need to, you need to, you guys need to check yourselves. That's all I'm saying. All right. And don't be coming in here so, trying to make jokes and stuff. All right. This is serious. Um, so I just want to say, um, I'm like an eighth left on my mom's side. I don't have any problems with left, uh, people per se mm-hmm. um i had a friend who would come over we'd, we'd watch her like a hawk but she she could come over though mm-hmm. it wasn't like i couldn't play with her and if i had a daughter and she brought home a left guy 
what about the kids? You know what I mean? I don't well, think that's really fair. A lot of people, a lot of people so, wonder about Karen. They were like, how can you be so pro left and you married to a right woman? And I'm like, first, first of all, love doesn't operate that way, but you know, she gotta be woke in order to be with me because I'm not gonna let it slide. No anti-leftness is sliding up in here okay so she had to learn to be accepting and now i still have some issues with her family you know like there are people in her family that they don't accept my hand orientation and you know what forget them i don't need them in my life <laughs> but but everybody watching you mm-hmm. watching you people whipping day day is you hilarious people. by the way you people this is what we have to live with people that don't see hand orientation and things of this that just try to erase us um you know that that, that right erasure that we have to deal with um i'm just glad people can be can see it illustrated right here on the podcast um you know someone tried to say yeah i girl miss smart was like well animals i don't see no left-handed animals uh animals are 50 50 when it comes to handedness okay guys yeah so don't listen to these lies out here that people are telling you and whether you're learning it from church <laughs> or through some stupid internet means animals are 50 50 with handedness guys all right so don't try to tell us that oh yeah it's wrong only humans are this only 10 percent of the population with humans are left-handed but we don't know what our numbers would be if people would just leave us the fuck alone so that our kids could be left-handed and and we need allies people we need right people that are willing to to stand up in the classroom and say don't tell that kid to write with their other hand you let that kid be left-handed okay i had to block so many right people yesterday it was just (laughs) it was just amazing i i we will not be silenced though okay that's what i'm saying anyway left on brothers left on and sisters um all right guys let's get into some new stuff i'm sorry i had to make it so serious um oh apparently uh blake shelton um oh wait no i'm gonna save that for white people news okay yeah you know what let's talk about black people shit uh (laughs) chris brown mm -hmm. mm-hmm he won big in court oh shit against his baby mama that's right you guys may know chris brown from such hits as hitting rihanna oh no uh you may also know him as uh throwing a chair through a through a through a window on the today show uh you may also know him from uh internet antics and uh stalking karyuchi tran um uh, and some of you may even know him through music i don't know (laughs) hey who's to say right (laughs) you might know him from dancing i don't know i don't know how you guys know him anyway uh he won in court big time uh over the child support case um apparently nia guzman who's the mother of his child lost in every single request in court for custody of her two-year-old uh daughter royalty uh she wanted full custody that was denied she wanted chris to have monitor visitation that was denied she wanted to deny chris's mom the right to see the kid that was denied she wanted chris to submit the drug test and that was also denied the judge maintained the status quo joint custody chris continues to get royalty 12 days a month 
and when she filed her legal documents she asked for a a change in custody and the judge ordered chris to pay her twenty thousand dollars so she could afford a lawyer but she lost this case so hard that he actually said she wasn't entitled to the money and gave chris a credit uh back for the money spent um uh, so and she also wanted sixteen thousand dollars a month from chris for child support and she's currently getting about twenty five hundred dollars a month and the judge de- de- uh, denied that and she dismissed uh her support petition so she lost in every single way to chris brown in court does the judge not how old is their kid uh like two i believe i have a question does it- well she she lost two years and ten months ago that's true yeah however long yeah yeah uh, Karen, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was about to say, does this judge, like, not have any background on Chris Brown whatsoever? Like, nothing. Like, you just separated from just the world? I, I mean, maybe they don't have Instagram or social media, you uh, know? But apparently, they, like, they're separated from everything because his actions mm-hmm. and the things that he's done I, I, doesn't I mean, show that he's a responsible person. I mean, well, okay he has had several runs in with the law and by several i mean a lot um but i'm assuming that when it comes to being a father you would have to prove somehow that that enabled his ability to be a father like she would need some kind of something that happened with the kid or something or you know you know what i mean because like that's like saying if someone's a criminal they can't take they then they can't see their kid you know what i mean like i don't i don't know if the court like that seems like a slippery slope to be like yeah yeah okay okay, okay. you were convicted of some shit a while ago uh so anyway you can't have custody of your kid um even even though the, you've never done anything to this child or anything involving the child okay that's the, okay now from that perspective i and, and i guess is i guess for me i I don't see how she got denied all her requests. Like, I could see some of them being denied. Like, I could see, like, the mama, what does the mama got to do with anything? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's just like, like, some of the requests, I could go, nah. But some of them, I guess, for me, and I don't know anything about him personally, but for me on the outside, looking, they go, no, you don't. Like, like, yeah, you can I mean, visit the child. We see, what we see is a crazy ass life of a celebrity. Right. We don't know her life. True you know what i mean like i we have no idea like to me this reminds me of when uh paul george you guys probably don't know much about him but paul george the nba player he got a, a stripper pregnant and she has she had the kid and in his petition for custody he tried to be like she a stripper it's like nigga you fucked her you knew she yeah. was a stripper and it's kind of like that with chris brown where it's like but you you knew it was chris brown like that's true i don't know how you can really play the oh he's not fit to be a father when it's not like it wasn't a secret like last year or two years ago when you fucked chris brown who chris brown was just like you i don't think it's fair to be like uh this woman's a stripper she can't be the mother of this child i think unless they prove something that they've done that has in some way harmed the child or harmed their ability to parent i don't know how you just take somebody kid like because that's essentially what she's saying is i'm pregnant he should never be able to see the baby and i want sixteen thousand dollars a month like okay okay now now, you're not gonna you're gonna have to prove why okay explain like that yes like yes she would literally it's it's 
she would literally have to have proof that there was some kind of harm or danger to the child. the child was in in his presence and she or around was, his mama right and around his family like and if she can't prove that okay i understand i still to an extent and maybe this is because most of the time uh society kind of goes towards uh what well, like no most of the time it goes towards women except for men that have money then a lot of times everything goes towards them so i'm kind of biased towards that because i'm like okay like if she'd have had the money to fight how would this would have panned out versus well see even in this case he provided her twenty thousand dollars for her legal defense like he was forced to pay for her lawyer or whatever so it's not even like a matter of because i'm assuming in the first when this first hearing happened they were like okay so you don't have resources and chris brown does true that's not gonna be fair so right hire a good lawyer we'll have him pay for it so that you have as much evidence and whatnot that it would be required to um to, to to have a vigorous defense of you know wanting him not to be around this kid okay yeah and i mean the ex- i think people just don't want to accept it because we have a negative connotation of chris brown and yes. I, I mean every time i see him in the news normally some bad shit right so um it's hard for us to accept that that might not in, that might not inhibit him from being a good father it might have That's nothing true. to do with that right also we don't because she's not the celebrity we're not all up in her business we don't know anything about her on that level um and we don't you know because it could be enough evidence for a judge to feel like okay this is an extortion type thing like okay you don't need sixteen thousand dollars he does want to be around his kid he does want to provide for his kid he does want to pay for uh all the necessities for his child like this isn't the stereotypical case of like a athlete or celebrity who's like i ain't taking care of that kid fuck you bitch and then you know what i mean like and then trying to come in at the last second um so i mean and she still gets the kid what 18 days a month as a mother she still gets 2500 dollars a month um and i'm sure that stuff will change as the kid gets older too because you're gonna want the kid to go to like private schools and things of this nature but as of right now as it stands right now i mean she lost on her request basically to keep him out of that kid's life or at least have him monitored when he's around the kid so i don't know i hope nothing bad happens to the kid because then everybody's gonna go back to this moment and be like that judge fucked up um and i hope he is a good father because that's probably the best case scenario of all this shit i uh you know what i really do too as shitty of a person as i think he is or as he's betrayed to be in the media i i really do hope this uh i and i guess uh from my perspective like i said you don't know what was brought up in court and uh you know because like i said we're kind of out of that mix so we don't really know you know what each side kind of things they put forth um but uh to an extent i understand you know i just like i say i just wish he just wasn't a shitty public person yeah well also there's certain shit you can't do anything about like that's true too she's still his kid you know what i mean it's like r kelly got a 19 year old girlfriend now everybody is like but mm-hmm. there's nothing that can be done about two consenting adults no. wanting to be together like we just all get to go i hope nothing bad happens and that's as much as you can say really um the weekend you guys know the, the weekend the artist you've got crazy hair right i've never heard anything yes like an ocean 
yeah he does it looks like a wave um you uh you guys have heard something about a weekend he's on six inch um you know he's the one that's like stepping over money Mm -hmm. everywhere she go yep uh and then he also made the songs for 50 shades of gray um yeah uh well it wasn't the whole soundtrack it's just um the titles like the the song that they played during every fucking commercial for oh, goddamn for years wait for before that movie came out yeah like i think that song even won an oscar or something because it was just everywhere um anyway um that that that's him he gave two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to black lives matter oh mm-hmm. on twitter he said enough is enough it's time to stand up for this we can either sit and watch or do something about it, it the time is now hashtag black lives matter um and uh he's 26 years old uh it's a quarter of a million dollars um you know he's been supportive of it on twitter and whatnot um so and he gave it to i believe the organization of black lives matter so not just you know the media will call everything black lives matter everything right (laughs) he gave it to me but black lives matter i'm not associated with that but they don't give a fuck yeah so you know good for him man you know we don't we don't often get to cover good news on here so shout out to the weekend mm-hmm. our canadian uh brother uh who's giving his money so neighbor can can lay off of his hair now <laughs> but i doubt it Mm-mm. um all right here's a really really sad story guys all right so are you guys oh. excited for the birth of the nation birth of a nation movie with nate parker yes mm-hmm. i right. am all right yeah i saw the trailer i'm excited for it um but as with everything on the internet uh receipts are kept for everything okay so there's a couple things that came out about him one he's on record saying like some really homophobic stuff about not wanting to play a gay character as a black man oh yeah yeah uh <laughs> sometimes and just turn down the roads don't say nothing don't, i mean don't publicly say nothing just turn down the roads dog keep it pushed because don't nobody know until you publicly come out and say something yeah yeah he um he definitely said i mean and and i and i know that this is a thing that a lot of black men have like tried to say conspiracy wise you know oh you can't be a black man without putting on a dress you can't be a black man without playing a gay character you can't and um you know i've always found that to be like kind of limiting any like in thought processes limiting because what is wrong with comedically putting on a dress or playing a gay character i don't understand why we're seeing those as less masculine things gay people are also they're gay men they're still men it's not like come on now you're gay and you're not a man so i have a black chick watching thing to say about this Mm -hmm. so um during the com- commercials, the movie commercials before um, the boring ass movie I just saw, it was for um, a Vin Diesel movie where he has X's on his neck, and so a lot of shooting, a lot of blowing up, and all that stuff. And I'll, and then at one point they're like, "We have everything: the money, the girls," and they have the obligatory coming out of the water crotch shot thing. Mm-hmm. And so there's all these, you know, bevy of hoes everywhere, and none of them were black chicks. Mm. And there's two things about that. One, good, 
because they're not being portrayed as property. And two, that's not why they did that. They didn't say, we respect black women so much. We're not going to portray them as hoes in this movie. It's like, why would anyone want to come to this to see sexy black women like that exists? So when it comes to something like this, I understand. Um, I feel like if somebody says they don't want to play a gay character, that's probably a little more clear cut than they probably have issues with uh, gay people. Mm -hmm. But if it's a matter of, it's usually a swishy gay guy. Mm. And when they're playing a black woman, it's usually on some, I do have a problem with that. Not the cons. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't have a problem with black women being sexy, there's a difference between being a sex object and a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. And I think it's humanly possible to be a black man in a dress and be hilarious. I, w- I traveled from Boston to Pennsylvania to go see Tyler Perry back when he did theater. Judge me if you want. But I get that. I think it's funny. I laugh at it. I don't like the movies. But, you know, that's a thing. But I do think that there is a degree of trolling um, uh, full-figure black women and that it is – that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And when white men do it, it's not a reflection on white women. But when black men do it, it's usually a type of character that if it was played by a black woman, I would have a problem with that character. So it's not a matter of just, I, again, in context, I think that it's not Hollywood saying anything goes and we love these people, so we need to portray more swishy black gay men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, this is funny, because look, they got the Negro thing going on, and they got the finger snapping going on. That's great. And so, yes, swishy gay black men exist. But again, it's not, we need more representation of this. It's like, no, this is this is funny. We yeah. think this is a trope, so let's do more of that. So that's my two cents. Well, here's my thing. His reasoning is like, this is a, in an effort to preserve the black man. I'll never play a gay character. No, that's bullshit. Well, yeah, that, like I said, when something like that, I, I don't think it's as nuanced as what yeah. I just said, I think he just has an issue. With yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not like because um, there's acceptable situations where I could see somebody having uh, an opinion of like, you know, like um, Dave Chappelle. I'm not. I'm never wearing a dress to play a comedic character. I I find that I'm funny this way. Period. And I don't think they would ask this of of any of other actors on the set. Like that was that was Dave Chappelle's thing. Was like would you ask a white actor to put on a dress in the same situation rather than just do some type of gag in the prison and, and we make a joke about it and um because of that he refused to put on a dress in this one scene and he, he was open and talking about that i can understand that although i don't find that to be about necessarily emasculating somebody as much as it was about lazy ass uncreative writing um and i can and i see as an artist why people would take a stand on that but some of these responses to even the the cross-dressing shit is more for an actor is more about this idea that you're making us less of a man and that you know and this represents how people feel about all black people and to me it puts artists in a box because it's like if you do want to put on a dress and you are funny and 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 i laugh cool like that then that that's all that really should matter it should 
I hate that black people have to take on this mantle in their art of having to represent all black people. It's not, it's not fair. It's just as oppressive as, cause the end result is the same like feeling of oppression to me is, which is there's a wrong way to do your art as a black person. So don't, don't do it that way. You know what I mean? Um, that being said, in this particular case, I don't know how, I, I just can't defend somebody's like, it, this is lessening black men by actors playing gay characters because yeah. you're essentially saying gay yeah. gay people are gay black men are less of black of, of what black men are supposed to be and that's bullshit um yeah. that's the number that's number one that's actually the easy one uh <laughs> yeah yeah the second thing is uh that came out is he was accused of rape in college right oh uh he and his, mm-hmm, yep he and his uh friend who are on the wrestling team together mm-hmm. uh oh. are accused of having sex with um uh, his it seems like his ex-girlfriend or ex-lover or something when she was too drunk to consent and um they were both accused of rape um and the the best friend the the friend of him his got convicted and nate parker didn't get convicted because he had had sex with her before so it was like okay you're not a rapist because at some point she had consented when y'all were going together or whatever and oh, yeah and this what other dude year was this? um the 19, was this 1957 <laughs> 1999 um yeah so um yeah he uh so so his his roommate um gene i think it's celestin um he's the co-writer on birth of a nation now so this movie so they're still friends or something you know throughout all this or at least colleagues when it comes to writing this movie i mean it's uh been almost uh it's been about 16 17 years since this um but he gave an interview with Variety where he addressed this and he said 17 years ago I experienced a very painful moment in my life it resulted in it being litigated I was cleared of it that's that 17 years later I'm a filmmaker I have a family I have five beautiful daughters I have a lovely wife I get it the reality is he took a long silence I can't relive 17 years ago all I can do is be the best man I can be now so at the time he admitted that he had sex with her but claimed it was consensual the woman said she was unconscious and did not consent to having sex with parker or celestin she also claimed that she was stalked and harassed by parker and celestin after she reported the incident to the police uh parker was suspended from the wrestling team and later transferred to a different college in oklahoma in a 2001 trial he was acquitted based on testimony that he had previously had consensual relations with his accuser but his roommate was found guilty and sentenced to six months in prison um man that's it appealed the verdict and a second trial in 2005 was thrown out due to the victim not wanting to testify again uh she did sue the university and was ordered a 1750 uh dollars settlement out of court um yeah what what's out of what's weird about this too is um well not weird what it's so common like it's extremely common right. that because um, colleges uh if you watch like the documentary the hunting ground or just zero fucks about sexual assault yeah especially when it comes to athletes and stuff like they will do a lot just to protect because they feel like protecting that athlete is the same as protecting the brand of the university right and many universities i mean they just revamped title nine 
but in 2016 because uh yeah. so much and i mean which imagine how many victims there are out there that they've gone unreported and stuff um because so much of it was geared towards universities feeling like let's dismiss every accuser because that makes our statistics seem better so you report this and it's like well don't report it or don't worry we'll handle it in university and and don't don't go to the police and and we'll take care of it and and then they do everything in their power to dismiss it they don't get back to you they when when you do keep being like um belligerent not belligerent that's not a, i was gonna say belligerent but that's not a fair word but when you keep being adamant that right. i want this person brought to justice they'll start being like well what about him i mean you're gonna ruin his life he's in the <laughs> he's in school you know we've seen it i with am the, too but it's like well fuck me though right too late for you right your, your life fucked up but Better you don't have to fuck up this other guy's life for one mistake that he made you're really gonna fuck up his whole life you know this will he'll never be able to live this down i'm sure there are people right now using this as an example right there's i'm sure there's people right now using this as the example of see this woman's ruining his life um so yeah at at any rate um so now i mean i don't what did y'all even think about his his i mean because that's really the explanation they used as him addressing it this is not good yeah and then trotting out like the daughters and the wife um yeah yeah it's like some of my best friends are women that (laughs) you know what i mean you know what okay so okay um so something that has kind of entered my life and consciousness in the last year or so is mike tyson Mm -hmm. um he was a monster mm-hmm. and he did bad things who knows how many you know at the end of the day and I feel like of all the people who um, who did some bad shit he is one who um, I feel like now he's He's made a turn. Like, I feel like he's a better human now. Mm -hmm. And part of that is that he's sorry. Mm -hmm. That is not the only thing. And he served his time. um, Yeah, he did. And he became a different person. And he's not, like, with R. Kelly, with Chris Brown, with Woody Allen, with definitely Roman Polanski. Like, I feel like these aren't people who are like, man, I messed up. Um, I did or didn't pay for it legally. But um, this, my life has got to change. And I feel like the world is a better place. God help me. The world is a better place with Mike Tyson in it now because I feel like, and again, I'm an outsider and I've only seen what everybody else has seen. It feels like it's not just lip service, but that he wants different from his life and the people around him. Now, the thing about this is um, there aren't, it's not he was talking about himself Mm. you know what I mean like I I can't live in the past you don't have nightmares every night there's nothing about your life that has been affected by this except you might you might get a bad box office and wouldn't that be the worst thing in the world to happen to somebody Mm. and so it's like no this isn't a case of 
I was bad. I know I was bad. I did or didn't pay for it. You should pay for it. But, you know, man, have I changed and let me come clean about it. And this is wrong and bad. And um, he didn't do that. So now I'm kind of bummed. Well, here's my thing um, that I would say. I don't I don't think uh, Mike Tyson has ever uh, like said like he's not even after being convicted he's even said he didn't do it like um and i and i think he did i think he did do it um he was actually convicted of it um so i think that like that i don't think he it you can really be sorry for something you won't even admit to um and then yeah the uh, and he really may feel that what he did was not right like i like which is really a big heart that's a real big problem with rape in general is that many people don't even agree on what it is it's like oh you got drunk enough that you couldn't consent well i don't see why that's a rape i mean you got drunk around me what did you expect would happen or we had sex before i gotta you gotta consent every time like i can't just just like so so we go together and now i still gotta i gotta ask you know shit like that um uh and so i don't think that um you can really have contrition if you don't like address it but i think the arc of humanity and of public judgment always bends back towards forgiveness it doesn't matter how outraged people get there's always a point where people start feeling like i have to i have to like i don't know if it's just like catharsis like where the rest of us are like i can't be mad for my whole fucking life or whether it's just like it's been long enough so i'm letting it go and i know it varies per person Mm -hmm. because i know people that are like completely on some like why y'all still mad at r kelly shit and oh lord yeah but i you know what i'm saying but i every time r kelly has some new shit happen i see these people who are like well yeah i was mad then but nigga it's been 10 years like um uh the fact you know woody allen Woody Allen's never admitted to anything. He's never shown any contrition. He just never stopped working and he stayed married to that, to Sunyi. Um, so people, I think for the most part, especially for people who are valuable, valuable career wise, like R. Kelly's valuable. Uh, he toured with Lady Gaga not too long ago. Uh, Woody Allen's valuable. He keeps people being employed. Um, you know, art like the art community. Polanski, he makes movies all the time. He don't never come to the awards, but he makes movies all the time. Yeah, the art community is never going to devour him because that's a job. Like, there's so many people who are like, you know, comedians and shit that like claim to stand for all this shit, but they, yeah, they're gonna check that take that check from Woody Allen. Of course, they're gonna take that check. Um, and and since most of them have moved on, I think society moves on. We all want to move on no one wants to stay really stuck in an area like that so my my thinking is nate parker probably thought it's been long enough it never really got the coverage in the first place and i'm sure that i'm good yeah like he probably thought i'm safe and with the advent of the internet and receipts um well sometimes i think it's kind of bad quote unquote um it, it is now just a new reality that if you fuck up is forever and yeah, it will always be brought up and i know i didn't know about this shit me either right and i don't think any answer he could have given in this interview was one that was going to make him look good nope like because i've seen people be like well why didn't he say this that or the other it's like it, 
he he got yeah if he would have said i raped somebody and i'm so sorry about this i like we'd still be like man fuck you like it's no good way to say you did it you know what i mean like the most he could do would have been like a complete denial of like i didn't do anything which he didn't seem to want to do um and it seemed like he wanted to hint towards i'm a better person than that now so that brings me to this third element of it i don't know what we do with rapists i don't i don't know what you do with people that are rapists because i don't know at what point i don't know how you what, what point we go okay you're rehabilitated from this or this is no longer a thing that we're gonna associate you with or this is you know what i mean like it's it's a very complicated thing because like there's certain shit like if you say i sold drugs there's a period where people are like okay well yeah you're not selling them now so you're you know i can trust you or you used to steal Mm -hmm. but you don't steal now you you work and you do this like some of our favorite success stories are people that were at this bottom rung of like drug dealing drug use drug or criminal behavior robbery and things of this and they come out of that and we look at them like wow look what you came from rape is just not one of those things that we view that way in society you know like oh yeah you were a rapist but look at you now man you're doing so much better right at least not publicly i think it is a thing that we in society are it happens so common because it's happened to so many women therefore there are many 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 men that, children. Yeah. And, and right there and, and and like that are that that are also victims but also there are many many men that are perpetrators of this right that we have let move on with their lives that we like we like we may have a moral objection we may publicly call it out but you hear anything oh you can't hear us okay you're back okay i'm sorry there so there are many men who are um rapists that we have let move on with their lives like mike tyson's moved on in his life um kobe bryant was accused of rape moved on with his life ben roethlisberger has been accused of rape through two or three times at this point moved on with his life um i think as a society we may always talk about it and we may have some public judgment but the impact of being a rapist is really not that big for a lot of people like not for talented people we we let them move on yeah so yeah they definitely get a pass and just to back up because receipts Mm -hmm. um the mike tyson thing i think that maybe he only admitted to the stuff with his wife Mm. to smacking her beating her up and i think that that's the context so don't write me letters okay (laughs) i got confused I thought that he, you know, made a turnaround, and I think that he probably has. But yeah. yeah, there is a hard and fast because you could you could kill almost any type of person and have a comeback story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is something so distant from the general public that's like, you know, I mean, if your mom mouths off, I can I want to kill my mother sometimes too, mm-hmm. but. You know, to say, don't you just want to rape a bitch sometime? It's like, and and like there's something about that that's and and then one of the like the the sadder elements of all this to me is the original way that I saw this, and I think many people saw this, and it's allowing people to be very dismissive of it. Is that I saw people angry over the fact that he had a white wife. Um, that ain't got nothing to do with anything. Well, I saw people being like, "Oh, you make this woke ass movie, your wife white, nigga, you ain't real, blah blah." 
so which is like to me a kind of a petty criticism okay like fine like you can be upset about that if you want to but you're gonna be mad for the rest you're gonna be mad a lot yeah um but it was the fact that that pettiness also brought up some very real shit which i don't think is even the same type of issue like someone being a fucking accused uh rapist and only getting off because he had sex with that person before and uh someone being homophobic and conf- basically it's confirmed that that their own comments are homophobic and there's there's no way to avoid that to me it's different than just oh you got a white wife now let's dismiss all your work <laughs> let's dismiss everything you stand for so it felt kind of like i wish it was because and I, the other reason i wish it was kind of separated was because it gives people like him uh a, a way to avoid the very real critique and be like well these people were mad i got a white wife and it's like yeah nah yeah. nigga no nigga it's not the same it's not the same dog these are two separate critiques. these are different <laughs> these are three different issues right yeah. but you get but, but but of course you're gonna respond to the pettiest of the issues which makes you seem like the victim of like look at them trying to drag me through the mud as a black man y'all don't want to see me succeed y'all don't (laughs) want to see my movie about race so here y'all go bringing up i got an interracial marriage and now y'all want to bring up this other bullshit that i dealt with a long time ago and it's like not really so not really and uh a lot of this uh boils down to and and it's it's i don't when you hear this frustrating uh yeah because when you talk about rape, the thing about rape is that the victim is affected forever and people are affected forever from the other crimes you talked about mm-hmm. but people are more willing to forgive because it quote unquote didn't impact them same thing with rape a lot of women was well a lot of people who've never been raped dismiss rape because the crime didn't infect, uh, affect them but you also have people that have been raped and still dismiss victims yeah i mean well it's ingrained in our society man like we even victims have been like brainwashed into being like this your fault what were you doing you were drinking you were down this person's house what did you have on uh why did you trust him like all this shit and it's like it can do a head trip on you where you're like maybe it was my fault and other and when you hear another victim story it's like well you should you're like me you you shouldn't have been down there you shouldn't have drank you shouldn't have trusted this person you you know essentially we penalize women for even like being sexually available like not even just active but like the fact that someone had access to be able to steal sex from you is the same as you being a a a bad person quote unquote because sex is bad when it comes to women and good when it comes to men um here's one of his quotes he says my life will be examined and put under a microscope in ways that it never was uh parker said pointing to individuals on twitter criticizing for having a white wife there are numerous things that are surfacing but i've always been an open book i'm an advocate of justice i'm an older man i've matured a lot i've had many obstacles in my life i grew up very poor my father passed away there are so many things that happen at the same time i'm the man that i am i'm open to the scrutiny i will never hide anything from my past he brought a six-year-old daughter to the interview uh who uh and declined to speak on the specifics of the case look at it through the context of 17 years it was a very pain it was very painful for everyone who went through it what i learned through 17 years of growth and having children and having a wife and building a family is that we have to fight for what's right we have to lead in love so 
and then let's see in an email celestin the guy who actually was convicted said this was something that i experienced as a college student 17 years ago was fully exonerated of i have since moved on and been focused on my family and writing career so that's another thing okay 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 yeah can we stop saying i've experienced what did you experience right well he's getting a- caught you yeah. know what i mean like the ordeal that it makes it sound like he went through an ordeal yeah his framing is i was wrongfully accused and exonerated even though according to to this he was convicted of six for six months and then in a retrial she didn't testify so and and that and that's the thing that happens a lot with victims where it's like the toll of seeing your accuser testifying the fact that you only he only got a six-month sentence in the first place um you don't want to relive this experience every fucking time it comes back up like in tv and shit it just makes it seem like people have this um unwavering vigilance against the people that have wronged them but in life especially with this being so common people aren't human you wear people out i don't want to testify 27 times i don't want to be asked about what i had on i don't want to be asked about how much i had to drink i don't want my sexual history brought up um you you only gave him six months the first time right so what made me makes me think justice is going to be served this time yeah like um the school gave me 17 17,500 i'll just take the money fuck it i'm done like right just to make the i'm never gonna away. i'm not gonna be unraped by this by this situation the damage has been done yeah. and i'm never getting justice and it's very apparent so then instead of like people looking into all those factors what they will see is well at least the people that want to view it that way will go well it was it, he was exonerated he was it was overturned he, he didn't it when he the chase was thrown out the second time it's like yeah she didn't want to testify so that's not really the same you know mm-hmm. uh, at, at any rate um I don't know what you do with all this, man. Cause like on the one hand, I did, I did want to see this movie and now I don't want to see it as much. Me either. You know, if I'm being honest with myself and Mm-mm. I, and I don't know, maybe enough time will pass before it comes, when it comes out that I will feel more like, all right, let me check this out. But I don't know that. Like, right. this is like such a fucking bummer, man. Um, to even mm. to hear about. And I don't know how you just brush it off, but at the same time, I'm not going to, I won't pretend that our society doesn't do that constantly for all kinds of men. So right. it's not like, uh, yeah, I can easily see this movie still making a ton of money and people not caring about this shit and still getting a lot of awards and stuff of that nature. Um, because we have done that with so many other people that we, uh, you know, that have either been accused or convicted of rape. So we'll see. Okay, so here's just my closing thing Mm -hmm. about seeing the movie. Um, Okay, so let's say with R. Kelly, like if he, you know, if everybody was like, for real, for real, he's gross, let's stop. Well, it's like, well, he, you know, the per, so many people would be out of work and da 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 da. It's like, they'll be fine. There's other stuff out there. He's a bad guy, creepy, blah, 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 blah. Right, right. When it comes to this, and like I, I, I haven't been able to go back and watch a Cosby show, blah, 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 blah. and I wanted to rewatch that show Glee, and it's like now because of that guy, it's like I don't want to see him, and it's going to be a whole thing. With this, it's wait, 
By the way, I haven't quite known what's been going on this whole time. Is he the writer or the star? He's a star and writer. Damn it! Yeah. Ooh, yeah, because I, if he was just the writer, it's like, we need this more, and it's like, but do, uh This is tough. Yeah, it's like, especially doing what- And I know what, that it might seem like it shouldn't be, but it is. Well, also doing you know? what, doing what we do, for a living a lot of times i'll see things because i i know that it's gonna be in the black cultural zeitgeist and i mm-hmm. part of my job is making sure that those things get reviewed and whatnot um also uh someone in the chat was like can't we compartmentalize hey man this is just me speaking for myself i can't like i these this conversation we're having is between me karen and amber none of us is like and speaking for the black delegation like i don't like people already compartmentalize shit every single day like people live in that constant state of um, you know while i'm watching football i'm not worried about this dude beating his wife or whatever so come on now you know to ask that question is almost like you're asking for a pass from the three of us or something like i can't grant i can't grant you a moral pass on what you do with your own life like you have to decide that um karen couldn't go watch uh born uh because she didn't like what matt damon said during project Greenlight. nope i got over it enough to go watch the movie and of course i was penalized because the movie sucks but the point being (laughs) you know but i did but the oh. but that but when he came out with the martian i didn't go see it because i wasn't over it like i was like nope fuck you so and that movie might be great i don't know i still haven't seen it nope it um, won't see it yeah so it's like everyone has their different lines and nobody can really speak for somebody else i'll be interested to see what the box office does and what the response is and if people try yeah. to be like y'all character assassinated this man or because i know that there's gonna be a lot of like hotep ass dudes who are definitely gonna be like look what y'all did to bring this black man down excusing whoever the victim was and whatever his crimes was and the fact that he had homophobic comments like there aren't black men who are who are gay like he people will dismiss all that to just be like black women and feminists and all y'all brought this black man down you happy now if if this movie doesn't make a shit ton of money um and like i said even now i still i still can't dismiss i still might end up seeing the movie for the show and to review it but i don't know like right now if it came out this weekend i wouldn't yeah if it came out this weekend no so i don't know i don't know how i feel when it comes out to be honest with you guys and it just really sucks because i remember roger showed me that trailer with the music and it was so powerful and it was like okay i'm looking forward to this and it's like you you almost ruining it ruining my anticipation to see the movie right (laughs) brilliant villain in the chat said oh the hotels are going to form hotel vote trying to defend this nigga i'll form the oh i love it not the unk (laughs) yeah i'll form the (laughs) unk that's gonna be awesome (laughs) uh <laughs> oh you thank you brilliant villain all right uh let's talk about more horrible people azalea banks slams oh, bless. yes she slams zan malik again even though she said she was on some positive shit and she was getting off of twitter then she came back and apologized and said that she was gonna stop being so mean to everybody and stuff and she just needed to work out her own issues well now she's back and she has slammed him with some transphobic comments uh apparently she said 
um she found a collage of photographs of him from his gq magazine photo shoots and says he legit looks like he used to be a girl he gives me trans man tees uh she posted on instagram uh it's not the first time that she criticized a 23 year old singer who's middle eastern uh of descent and uh she called him earlier a curry scented bitch keep sucking oh yeah i she was talking about keep sucking this young rapunzel dick you harry curry scented bitch i'm gonna call i'm gonna start calling you punjab you dirty bitch you a dick rider for real ride this dick until the wheels fall off punjab banks has posted on her twitter account uh i don't know why she targets him specifically i know she was out the iggy azalea lady gaga and taylor swift and even beyonce but i don't know what this dude did to her that she, like it's she really can't help herself like yeah he'll take pictures on like just his instagram and she'll be like you biting my style you bitch like i took that selfie first it's like what like <laughs> nobody was taking selfies in the mirror mirror before me <laughs> i invented it right so anyway she's back to being trash mm-hmm. uh speaking of um wait what segment is this in let me make sure this isn't white people news okay cool speaking of trash nobody bring me no bad news oh what more cool speaking of trash individuals chloe grace grace moretz uh shares a topless photo uh at a uh, on a, a, that she took at the beach and who is this chloe grace moretz play hit girl and okay. kick ass one and two uh, okay i don't be knowing they real names y'all i'm sorry we recently talked about her because she said that um kim kardashian was a bad example to young women because she took a quote-unquote naked selfie which was highly edited and didn't show any i remember that, any yeah. actual nudity um i just find it highly ironic that she would go to the beach take a picture of the back her back you know to let us know like i don't have on a top um and then say that kim kardashian is a bad example to little girls because she took a picture with her clothes on that you also couldn't see shit mm, it was pixelated like a uh, anime yeah it, it feels like peak white woman feminism like is for me this is fine but for, but for you... anybody not me you're a bad example like that seems that's how it feels to me she's uh and the thing is like i I don't know why she couldn't just say i don't like that bitch kim kardashian right you know what baby and i don't mean to go on a tangent i wish more people across social media would just say shit like that i don't like you i wish you would publicly come out and say it versus you wasting time in these debates you mm-hmm. are going back and forth with people about semantic shit that don't matter just come out and say whatever your person is i don't like you so i can go ahead and dismiss you yeah it looked like she took the picture down which telltale sign um but uh-huh. um but it's funny because like that kind of shit will make you out to be a hypocrite every fucking time whereas the truth in the pettiness of not liking a motherfucker everyone can relate to that everybody everyone has a person that they're like you know what it's nothing they can do that's right by me nothing. like i don't give a fuck like oh they gave a million dollars to black lives matter fuck them like i don't yep. i still don't like that bitch she blocked me on twitter or whatever like i get that everyone can relate to that but trying to pretend like i hate when people try to hide behind a cause 
right when it's when everyone can see it's personal it's just personal don't don't couch it in feminism don't couch it in what about the kids don't couch it in just be like i don't like kim kardashian when she take pictures i'll be like fuck her right when i do it it's different because i like me you know like me (laughs) me having my titties out totally different than you having your titties out because i don't like you and everything you do is wrong i don't understand why she couldn't just say that because now she looks stupid right and just make just just simplify your argument so we don't have to go through the bullshit of you fussing and arguing with people unnecessarily just be like i don't like that bitch whoever that bitch is yeah you took the picture down because you i guarantee you if we would have went to whatever the comments on that picture were it was all but you said (laughs) right people calling you out people calling you out you know sometimes it's okay to have these internal feelings but you know because of her status and who she is you put on social media people gonna have a tendency to watch you and people gonna be like but oh you had a problem with her but you doing the same thing yeah this is a thousand but you said it's on her account right now right so she took it down all right let's get into some other segments guys all right i feel like we covered a lot of news here um oh wait no actually there's some major terrible news um apparently um it's like katrina too in louisiana right now oh what's happening it was just rain like three people dead thousands evacuated by army helicopters as three months of three months worth of rain overnight drowns louisiana leaving caskets unearthed and snakes filled snake filled water and the worst is yet to come well goddamn yeah jesus christ Yep, uh, around three months worth of rain during the hur- during hurricane season fell on parts of Louisiana overnight on Friday. Downpour this severe has a likelihood of occurrence once every 500 years. Rainfall will continue on Saturday. Uh, William Mayfield, 68, died after slipping into a ditch, and another man in his 50s was pulled from his truck. More than a thousand people were rescued, and shocking pictures show Ooh. the entire home submerged in water. Flooding was so severe in Walker, Louisiana, that caskets were unearthed and floated to the water surface. Wow! Yeah, I'll screen share it so you guys can see what it looks like, um, and then I'll make sure the. Uh, is these these pictures I've been seeing like of the roads being crushed up and shit? These are this is like the top of people's houses and apartments and shit. Uh, it just it looks like it's Holy in a lake. Shit! Oh yeah. My like a big ass brown lake um good grief um so you sleep these are the caskets that are floating because that's how much water it was that they made caskets come out of their graves holy shit so you you're at the house and this thing you know water's just rushing in your house because you know if the water's that high there's Mm -hmm. no way you can't not see it and my thing is like, what about the people that can't get to the roof? What about the people that can't swim? More than a thousand people were forced to abandon their homes. I don't. I mean, like I said, three dead as of now. Um, yeah, because once the shit start, you know, getting to the point where it's like at your knees and your waistline, yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, this is this is amazing, man. Um, yeah, I don't know what you do in a situation like this. Not everybody got the money to just pick up and move and shit. And, right, and go you know, to a people- hotel or some shit. <laughs> Yeah. People. Why did that woman have a bin with a lamp in it? Oh, white women. The white woman. Well, I mean, yeah, what's she yes. gonna plug it up in? You know, white women. White people don't. He, a lamp. They got uh, more importantly, no shoes. That's what I was about to say. All this water and them bugs and she ain't no teller was Zika in that water. You don't know. Yeah, white people do shit way different. Like all the black people 
were taking full precautions like this dude he got his baby in a uh oh. shopping cart um this other woman had her baby uh what was her son i think she was was fully dressed fully dressed in protective clothing got a plastic bag with their stuff uh she's holding his hand walking through white people gotta save my lamp and i ain't got time to put on no shoes i mean hey just free willing guys uh all right let me start the second session so i can uh move everybody over because we're limited to uh uh hour 20 minutes in these sessions so give me a second It'll only take a second, Amber, and I'll migrate you over and add you back to the screen. Uh, let's see, TBGWT with Amber P Part 2. And there we go, 11, 30, there we go. All right, uh, it'll just prompt everybody to go over in a second, guys. All right. Do, 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 do. Hey, hey, hey uh all right let's see call audience a session okay prepare to go live i don't definitely need to do that um go live there we go all right we should be back and i'm gonna add karen and amber to the screen because of course karen decided to take this time to go to the bathroom uh and amber uh Oh, where did I? Oh, there she is. I'll invite her back to the screen as well. All right, and then we'll get started as soon as they hop back on. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's a lot of rain. Now a lot of. There we go. Amber's Here I back. am. I'm adorable. Look at me, all in the dark, but still. There you go. Now you can see yourself. See, now you know what we've been looking at all this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You lucky devil. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Make that a sandwich. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, y'all think Chloe Grace Moretz has, come on now. Uh, all right. So we also have other things to talk about. Okay. I feel like this has been very depressing. Let's get us a little, we need a little bit of a palate cleanser. Okay. We, we, um, I, and I understand, you know, not, it, this has gotten a little bit, a little bit serious. Uh, so it's time for white people news. Now, Amber, I don't know how, Yay! I don't know if the audio is set up, uh, for you to hear it on your side, but I'm going to play a song. It's going to take a couple, just play it for like a minute and then I'll let you know when we're back. Okay. But, uh, just, if you don't hear anything, it's because there's music playing. All right. All right. So, uh, it's time for white people news. Um, let's see what is a good white people song how about um you know what you guys are into oh wait no hold up that's not the right one how about we go with this is my jam how about this one oh volume up that would help yes Doing 
in the treadmill. I remember this song. Yup, yup. Nothing's gonna change the way we live. Cause we will always take but never give. It never takes a change in farther away. See, whoa, it's a crazy world we're living in. And I just can't see that half of us immersed in sin is all we had to give the future. Made up. Virtual insanity now is always clean to Governed by this love we have for useless Twisting of our new technology Oh yeah, there is no sound But we all live underground Alright, let's get to these white people Yeah, we did 15 letters uh. I can't never pronounce And that the name of that group well, uh, I think the most biggest breaking white people news right now is, uh, Brendan Dassey has had his conviction overturned. Yes. White people. You know, I, said, you know, I don't know who the hell that is. You win again, white folks. That's right. Y'all started a Netflix documentary called Making a Making a Mater. Okay. I remember that. Yes. And the dumb boy that got caught up in the system that basically had his testimony. I mean, he got a fucked up case like yeah they ramshacked that little boy like i legitimately do not think he did that shit uh but even if he would have done it the way that y'all motherfuckers did him was so dirty yes sir he had to be let go and his case was overturned he will be released from prison not not that adult keep his ass in jail but that child yeah, i completely I understand that, that because it was just fucked up the way they did that baby yeah i feel like Stephen avery did it but brendan dassey i, don't, uh, I never thought you, he really did it you amber they said they get the echo I don't they know get a, no i can't mute amber yeah. uh, oh. hey I, I hear an echo too wait no now it's gone okay. there we go fixed Ooh. um so yeah uh i gotta say guys um congratulations white people you did it again uh, i'm sure ad nine is next so just ah, keep good playing. i hope so yeah just yeah. keep man playing. podcasts and documentaries stay winning with these impartial people uh uh starting them and lo and behold mm. you're not low that's negro that's negro the, yeah just uh you know i'm sure soldier boy just he'll keep yeah somebody said that they need to do one on bobby smurder yeah 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 but i mean bobby smurder he'll, he'll keep i'm sure he'll keep um uh you know there's a lot of I don't know. I don't, I've, I've been told a lot of innocent black people in jail. I've just, I've just a heard. A lot I've of heard, brown people. I've heard yeah. these things. I mean, uh, Baltimore, uh, the the Department of Justice just released a report on Baltimore Police Department where people admitted to planting drugs and evidence. I guarantee those niggas are in jail right now. Yeah. But hey, we got Brenda Dassey out, guys, and that's really. The most important thing that we learned today. So, all right. Yeah, ain't nobody challenging the cases. Ain't nobody coming out and overturning. Like, no, like, like it's literally gonna take like years to get some of these people out of jail. And that's if they let them out of jail, because they still might be like, "Fuck it, we got enough other evidence. You're standing there anyway." Hey, maybe Netflix will look into that. Okay, maybe Sarah Koenig. Hey, season three. Keep your fingers crossed, guys. Uh, she's his number one. White people news. Tom Hiddleston friends taylor swift on instagram not friends and she friended him right back y'all mm-hmm. oh shit now this is some big news for white folks okay um they are you know to me aren't they a couple 
yeah they're a couple and now they go together on instagram too so i mean this is i don't know i, I hope you were sitting down when you heard this because I, I know my head got hot i almost passed out just now <laughs> yeah yep she followed the 35 year old right back but they have yet to post snaps of one another oh this is snapchat well then can you trust it if we don't we it. don't know if it's real then we don't know if it's real dog uh, we have to hold hacker i don't i don't i feel like they're making the, stand up i feel like they're making the appropriate steps towards snapchat together you know so you know i i, I know you want to take it slow you know so you, you go to the instagram i think first he took a picture of himself wearing a taylor swift shirt but that was before they followed each other and now that they follow each other i'm pretty sure we'll get work we can only hope we can get uh, a couple pictures of them together and maybe some snapchat action and things of that nature and, and it has to be on snapchat because instagram is quote-unquote copying snapchat because now you can like take little snippets like you could on snapchat and put them on instagram no no i'm talking about you it, it gotta be uh-huh. on instagram i mean snapchat, snapchat. to really mm-hmm. count not yeah. the instagram knockoff can i mm-hmm. can i just i don't like him anymore now it's not bad or weird mm. now i don't trust him because he's because like he's dating darth becky that's the best thing i've ever heard in my life and yes ah! mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of times people have, I mean, you just, yeah, you have all these crushes and dreams on people and then you just, reality just lets you down, you know? Uh, so you that's. Dance and everything. Yeah. Um, let's see what else happens. Oh, this is a update to a previous story we covered on White People's News. Oh, snap. Um, Taylor Kenny wants to get back with Lady Gaga one month after they ended their engagement. Who's a Taylor Kenny? He sounds like a country singer, but I don't think he is. I, I'm so glad that you asked instead of me. Oh, um, I don't know none of these folks. Uh, Taylor Kenny, uh, apparently is an actor. Uh, wait, no, is he an actor? No, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga is an actor. <laughs> Taylor Kenny is, I know he was her fiance. That may be his only claim to fame. Let me Google him real quick. Oh. Um, da, 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 da. he is an American actor and model. Okay, okay, known for playing Mason Lockwood in the Vampire Diaries. Nope, didn't watch none of that. Uh, he also played U.S. Navy SEAL Jared in Zero Dark Thirty, and Lieutenant Kelly Severide in Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago mm-hmm. Medical. I missed all that. I'm sorry, white people. So Taylor Kenny, uh, I mean, I'll I'll put his picture on here if you guys want to see it. He's a bit of a smoke show. I think you guys. Sure sure you guys will enjoy it um let's see can i make this bigger is that is that a thing that i can do no that is as big as that gets okay uh <laughs> that's what she said yay hey <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh but yeah that's her um okay you can see him side by side that's neat yeah that's that's his um that's that's her man's um uh here's a bigger picture of him um, okay trying to wait for it to come into focus but you know the point being you know pretty good looking guy and uh you know they ended up um now why is that blocked out i don't know there's a blur for his where his okay you know oh, anybody need to do laundry 
Oh, top of his penis. What's happening here? Right. Is that does his penis start way up there? Oh. Is that what it is? I don't know. Apparently, that's the tip of it. I don't know. All right. Well, look. Oh, oh Jesus! Exactly. I don't like that one bit. Oh, he chiseled. There you guys go. So, um, yeah, doing some crunches. Just a lot of laundry under his abs. Now these current pictures of him, these current pictures of him, I'm not so hyped about. Like these pictures of him with Lady Gaga, like he like he fell off a little bit in this one. Um, but the point being, uh, he is uh ready to get back together with her after they ended their five year relationship in July. Uh, but they recently started talking together, talking again, and he oh apparently God. is hopeful that they'll really get back together okay i'm not gonna lie in this these pictures with her he's giving me like gay best friend feel right now like the pictures don't seem that romantic it feels like when um, where they shot yeah it feels like when the woman who did uh how stella got her groove back got married to that gay dude and we was like oh who's gonna tell her yeah we decided to break it to you (laughs) yeah these i don't i'm not feeling these pictures at all dog this don't feel this this that chemistry is interesting yeah this feels a little bit like a friendship which is hey that's cute too you know anyway good luck to to both of those kids uh anthony weiner is back in the news oh he done did yeah uh he got um catfished Mm -hmm. got catfished into a flirty exchange with a man pretending to be a female student Mm-hmm. student I hope, you I hope in college student which is even sad because he's a grown-ass man but still um i think what the elephant in the room is he can't help himself how many times is this nigga gonna get caught trying to fuck somebody through the yeah. internet and he like him young too and it's the internet mm-hmm. i mean he was, why why is he so trusting he was forced to resign from his office in 2011 after it emerged that he had sent explicit pictures of about to about six women on social media. Um, I mean, he had a picture of his dick essentially leaked, you know, it was under the boxes, but still, like, if it got to hit that D for direct message. Yeah, and you know what's funny is you would think, you would really think, you navigated that situation to still be with your wife and to maintain some sort of public relevancy because he was actually on well on his way to becoming a star of the democratic party like who knows what the fuck would have happened if he could have kept his dick in his pants basically um but it's really funny now because it's like you you would think he would be thankful to get out of that pretty fairly unscathed like well we think of him as dick dude but we also go like uh it's about that time for us to forgive him like Oh, it's just a shame, but hey, he kept his marriage he together. He couldn't make it to the finish line. He had to, he, yeah, he had to say something. In the chat, which was obtained by the New York Post, he refers to himself as a mongoose and joked about stripping naked in his hotel room. Uh, he's married to top Hillary aide Huma, uh, Ebedin. Uh, he fell into the trap during a visit, uh, to the film HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher in Los Angeles. After a series of innocent comments about California weather, surfing, and traffic, the conversation took a more suggestive tone after the person told Wiener they find high heels uncomfortable. The daily conflict between comfort and attractive goes on for Nikki on behalf of men and women of L.A. I thank, I thank you. I think he meant to say thank you. Uh, Wiener, Wiener said um, 
they said he wiener they said he was deceptively strong like a mongoose uh before saying he hoped to have the chance to impress nikki uh after saying the stuff was making him imagine stuff uh, this conversation was making him imagine stuff the former congressman joked about breaking the television in his hotel room funny scene here i moved the tv so i could hear slash see it while in the shower i dropped it neighbor complain me towel tv floor and now concierge on the way he wrote according to the new york post um nikki then replied come out with just a towel on when he or she knocks with pretty much equal a tip for the concierge and wiener message back this is definitely a porn setup he then gave out his phone number to the person oh god ah so we know it's you <laughs> can you put your home address in the text too <laughs> <laughs> a picture of you holding your See, identity. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I um, watch Scandal. I watch Scandal. I know that there are companies you can go through. Why is the thrift? Like, ISPs are so... I could find his ISP. And mm-hmm. I don't know shit about shit. You know what I mean? I feel Why? like it's Why? the... I feel like it's the ego of doing it yourself. Like, he wants to feel like he got this on his own. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, there's discreet services, and there's people I can talk to, and there's, I guarantee you, like, hookups he could get through Bill Maher and shit, because uh, Bill Maher has sex with, like, porn stars and escorts and shit, and he, like, flaunts it. Um, I'm sure he could have done it um, many other ways, but he has to do it himself, or he doesn't feel real, which, and these are just the times that he's gotten caught, right? Thank you. So, at any rate... um, when he got caught, he said he knew it was a trick all along, and he enjoyed the playful joust with the obvious catfish. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't that... He's going to be fine. He is going to be fine. Yeah. His career is going to be fine. His marriage is... You know how many dumb little things I've done in my life that are keeping me back from all my dreams? Like, this is stupid! You know what, I, you know what it makes me think is... Um, it makes me think... It makes me think of the To Catch a Predators where the guys get caught and then they go, I knew it was a setup. I was just checking to see if she was uh, going to be safe. Uh, I just came over here to make sure that to tell her not to do this uh, with anybody because uh, another person coming over here could be a really dangerous individual. Yeah. And you're like, no, mm-hmm. you, you, if there were no cameras here, you would have been trying to fuck a child. You have to go to jail now. Yep. Because that's the only reason why you showed up. Yeah, uh, I do appreciate. That's a good comeback, though. Ha <laughs> ha! I knew it. <laughs> I know you think you got me, but I was playing you the whole time. That's why I gave you my phone number. Told you to come over here and fuck me. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how committed to the bit I am. I will give you my real phone number <laughs> and let you come fuck me. That is how real I. I was gonna make sure. Um, Blake Shelton. Now I do know who that is. That's oh, a, this. That's bitch. the country singer from The Voice. That's right, country singer from The Voice. He is a parent. Oh, I thought that that was the L.A. face, Compton the- booty. Oh Oakland no, that's booty. Blake Lively. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. L.A. face with an Oakland booty, uh, Blake Lively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Blake is like Taisha for white people. It's like they all. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of them. Yes. Yes. It can mean anything uh racist piece of shit blake shelton is blasted by furious fans as historic rape sexist islamophobic and his homophobic tweets are unveiled 
because mm, him and his wife uh got uh i think they divorced or going through the divorce process mm-hmm. him and his wife because she a country singer too well apparently someone uncovered tweets he posted five years ago oh he was married then the posts have since been deleted they included jokes about a non-english speaker being a bomber and a fantasy about when 16 year old about then 16 year old dakota fanning the authenticity of the posts which have been shared in 2011 have not been independently verified (laughs) oh sorry Uh, (laughs) what independently verified well we're gonna have to go to the csi team to of, figure out if he said of, this ignorant shit of twitter mm-hmm. oh we know how great they see us i, I hope i get this many chances when i fuck up um me oh, me too. Too. i'm planning some bullshit just me too ah, well i'm gonna be like until the tweets are independently verified i will not be addressing any of the Mm-mm. uh accusations from people that don't like me like, but you gotta check by your name that doesn't mean anything twitter users posted screenshots of the messages and accused the voice u.s star 40 years old of deleting the disgusting and extremely offensive tweets for the record uh if he would have said yeah i deleted them they were terrible i shouldn't have never said them i would have been like yeah i understand that too that's that's probably the best thing <laughs> like like i like when people are like and then you deleted it it's like because it's horrible right you bringing it up because it's horrible i'm deleting it because it's horrible i don't even believe that shit nope those are terrible things to say (laughs) anyway the tweet read wish the dickhead in the next room would either shut up or learn some english so i could at least know what he's planning to bomb that was uh that was 2011 um march 28th 2011 i was 19 years old when my heart first got broken i'm over it now but i wonder what that fat ugly bitch is up to uh (laughs) that was 2009 2009 twitter was a completely different animal i feel like yeah it was yeah 2000 i feel like that's a rude thing to say but man yeah that one felt like that's not up there with bomb and shit that felt like an obvious joke too i mean i guess both were obvious jokes but that one felt more like a uh someone on facebook would say that or it'd be a meme or something and we'd all laugh but he's famous and it's 2016 now yeah so got your ass 2009 twitter Ooh, i ain't quite the same because to me the irony i don't know the joke i I don't know that's actually a solid joke to be honest uh (laughs) because you're clearly not over it it's showing that you're that you are <laughs> that you're fucked you know what i mean the joke is that you're you are fucked up and it's not okay anyway um standing in line at a coffee shop in la talking with a man in front of me he orders a skinny caramel latte i couldn't tell he was gay i couldn't tell he was gay do you mean i couldn't tell him he was gay i couldn't tell if he was gay anyway uh so he had that joke um and uh yeah they i guess those are about the ones they found um oh wait no he says he, he is believed to have written so i just figured out a great excuse for my sick fantasy about dakota fanning i thought she was amanda seafried so shelton was also bringing, say uh amanda seafried is a bug-eyed chick that um was in um uh big love as a youngest wife blonde hair i think i didn't watch that. oh no she was the oldest daughter she was the oldest daughter in there okay um anyway she's just known for having big titties and bug eyes okay. 
um so let's see shelton was also branded a sexist for a tweet that says i was 19 when i first got my heart oh yeah that's the one about the fat ugly bitch um homophobic ones grown men who wear chuck taylors may as well write on their forehead cucumbers turn me on okay i guess he's saying those people are gay so wait i guess he knows nothing of hip-hop then because black there are black people who wear chuck taylors anyway uh if, <laughs> if you haven't noticed richard simmons is gay you haven't noticed carrie uh Katy perry's boobs i mean Katy perry's boobs um most of these are just kind of like random run-of-the-mill jokes too like they're not very clever yeah it's <laughs> so like i'm a white dude that discovered irony here we go uh, <laughs> uh so yeah people were calling him a racist piece of shit uh sheldon uh you know basically deleted the stuff um and uh someone said you can't blame his tweets on being young and dumb because he's old then and he was old and he's old now that's the truth (laughs) god damn god damn um so yeah uh there you guys go man blake shelton is uh on the hot seat uh we'll see how much this catches up because what's funny about this is you went all the way back to 2009 and you found about five tweets that's that's wild like yeah that's not a lot Mm -hmm. you go back to 2009 you be like well goddamn. i wonder what all because somebody just don't like him and they search this shit but i wonder where else they were like damn no got no returns on the search for nigger fuck all right look look up bitch look up bitch Mm -hmm. okay we got one we got one all right look up cunt damn you never said it uh, you know they they searched everything. <laughs> Look up is, are they scroll? Is there an app or are they just scrolling through his timeline for days? Oh, um, you, you can, can use advanced search, search on Twitter dot com. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're ser- they're just searching looking for <laughs> fucked up terms that he may have used and mm-hmm. um, you know whatnot. Uh, so yeah, but that's once again, once again that won't go anywhere because at the end of the day what most people are going to take from that and it's probably the truth whoever found those tweets just has a problem with blake shelton like it's probably they're like they're not some sort of yeah there's not they're not some sort of like uh like there's no current thing that he did that they're like see and it goes all the way back to 2009 it's just like today is the day that i try to get him up out the paint don't we all hate him and everybody's like retweet retweet and it'll pass by next week he'll be on tv like yeah i'm not addressing this shit oh yeah he'll be up there on the voice when it season restart <sighs> white people news um mm. let's see what else oh. happened in white people news or anything else oh um this is uh now we try to avoid the, the really tragic white people news here but this yeah. is about terrorism okay guys okay and uh you know we never do this but i trigger warning for white people on this one okay (laughs) because it's that serious okay apparently at a playground in toronto canada it was revealed that sorry getting emotional um it was revealed this week that someone someone smeared peanut butter all over the playground (laughs) 
Was it the good <laughs> peanut butter? Was it that Jiffy? <laughs> oh, goodness. That's so terrible. Sad ain't so. Sad ain't so. Is, I mean, it's, oh, that's so funny. I just want white people to know that we stand in solidarity with the children that were affected in Toronto, Canada. Especially they got any peanut allergies. Oh, all the kids that broke out. That That is exactly who they were targeting, kid, children with peanut allergies. Um, and, you know, I'm sure many kids were inflamed. Uh, some probably even had rashes. Mm-hmm. Um, had to uh, take medicine. Yeah, we pray for the victims of what I will call 813. We pray for the victims of 813. Ah! Uh, you know canada i know y'all stood by us in our time of need during 9-11 and i I feel like i speak on behalf of all america that we stand with you on 8 13 uh the day of the peanut butter attacks um because they targeted the children yeah they did they went after the children and children are a precious resource especially white children I mean, it is just sad. Uh, you yeah. better keep an eye out because tomorrow they come up with the with the strawberry jam. Right. You know, you got to make the complete sandwich. Like we've had children targeted here, but they normally kill those children and mass shootings and shit. Yeah. You know, shoot up schools and stuff. These children have to live with this forever. Yeah, they do. With these allergies and their parents got that bill. The memory they can never trust a slide again. Mm-mm. A swing set, it won't ever be the Mm-mm. same. You know, that little thing and you hop on I'll with the spring. S- I'll send you something about when they poisoned the reservoir with gluten, but I'll, I'll send it later. Oh, I hope. Don't give them any ideas. Don't give them any ideas. I mean, we do have Flint, Michigan here that we worry about, but that's not peanut butter. Gluten, though. Right. Gluten, though. Gluten is... It will change It's your one life. thing to have horrible cancer-causing disease and non-filtrated water. What's another thing to have gluten or peanut butter and, and uh, you know, this is just wrong. It's just wrong. You know, I, I hopefully somebody can start some fun, like some type of GoFundMe or, you know, I want to see, girl. yeah, I want to see the celebrities and stars. See the Kickstarter. I want to see you guys donating. You know, you gave money to Flint. You gave um which is you know by the way money's about to run out <clears throat> anyway uh you gave money to flint um uh, i think we have to give some money to toronto to protect these children you know where's black lives matter they for need this? A remake. exactly they need a remake of um we are the world with like modern people mm-hmm. and uh have those funds the, go to those 17 kids yeah peanut hashtag peanut allergies matter yeah deray mckesson <laughs> You need to get on this, buddy. All right? I'm going to need you to head on up to Canada and do something about this peanut butter, okay? Um, yep, hashtag all, all spreads matter. Yeah, Netta, Brittany, all you guys. Let's go. You know, the blacklivesmatter.org. I, I mean, I need to see solidarity on this. Mm-hmm. Put aside the petty squabbles. Sean, I know you out there listening, Sean, and you got beef with everybody. You got to let it go for this. Let it go. This is serious. You need to write about this. I want to see these headlines. What's the okay? stories? You know, I need you to start making some of them plenty of headlines that y'all use at your publication about this to spread awareness, you know, going in a GIF feed. <laughs> spread about spread awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peter Pandemic, you know. We- yeah. 
let's get these things investigated guys all right um yeah so Shift the gate, sorry oh what did you say, say that again Jiff gate no Jiff gate oh Jiff gate yeah Jiff gate let's do this mother sarah bolton noticed the peanut butter at the dufferin go park on wednesday morning oh the horror oh the horror she was with her own two-year-old child oh. lewis at the time of discovery and she told the newspaper it was really just a scary situation uh it would have it would take a sociopath to do something like this she recalled oh my god it was everywhere all over the hand railings on the ladder all over the swings all over the slides <laughs> the savagery i can't put the horror the peanuts the butter oh god. Oh. oh god i'm gonna pee we didn't say anything when it came for george washington carver and now look at this the volume must have been at least three jars of peanut butter it was unbelievable she said at least three uh, jars okay they ain't go to sam's and buy the economy oh pack um yeah parks forestry oh. and recreation spokesman matthew cutler because he needed to be involved ah <laughs> this emergency he said at dufferin grove on wednesday staff were approached in the park by a parent who reported peanut butter on the playground equipment in this case there was peanut butter on equipment which was promptly removed by park staff peanut butter was previously reported to be on carrollton park perth square and hillcrest park playgrounds so this is a serial mm. peanut butter um terrorist a serial spreader mm-hmm. yes ah! this using this butter knife of terrorism to spread his evil deeds to the children of canada Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, God. florida allergy and all this all the mm. um play sets up Color told the outlet peanut butter was not located at those parks by park staff. Not yet. But it was reported there, but they didn't find it. Food Allergy Canada uh, said in the statement, given that even a small amount of peanut butter, if ingested, could cause a serious allergic reaction and be potentially life-threatening, it's it's an upsetting situation for everyone. The group also said food allergies are a health concern for over 2.5 million Canadians. Imagine that. 2.5 million Canadians canadian children who i mean they didn't all say peanut allergies but 2.5 of them exactly. have, they have they have food and allergies it, exactly and they could have been in that part mm-hmm. all at the same time and then having very uncomfortable coughing fits uh skin irritation <laughs> rashes i mean these these are the things that affect people for for their whole lives peanut allergy of, and once again I, I i remind people this trigger warning okay i understand uh-huh. this is some serious shit here okay i know we talked about rape earlier and racial crime and uh whatnot but this, this is where it's at guys all right um peanut allergies affect approximately 2.4 percent of children under 18 which represents about 167,000 kids that's who's under the gun there well under the under the butter knife in canada under the spread they are under the spread guys okay toronto police spokeswoman constable caroline de cloite told the national post as soon as someone calls the police an investigation will begin so oh shit the police are just waiting on that call canada 
who's gonna be the brave canadian citizen to call this one in for the children oh they got a whole team what they call the peanut butter squad uh probably uh the the peanut butter csr mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh you know the syrup division yeah, is gonna have to split up and, and work on this one hopefully be great to see will come up because like, we got a sticky situation here <laughs> <laughs> oh hold on i wasn't ready hold on care hold on i gotta get to the uh sound effects hold on um oh where is it at where is it at oh yeah here we go there we go there you go yeah he's gonna be like oh Looks like we're spreading our resources a little too thin. I see it took a nut to spread this peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, me, me. My turn, my turn. All right. Um, there's, 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 there's a lot of peanut, a lot of peanut butter here. <laughs> Yep, that's why we do what we do, guys. Hard hit news. Leave it to the professionals over here. All right, uh, <laughs> we only bring in the best. Not but the best. Yeah, uh, I'm like Gillette, the best a man can get, but don't use Bible instead. Oh, so that's not like some MC Peanut bars. Oh. um all right so um the but, uh, i bet you they roll up there but like was this crunchy or smooth uh, okay hold on going back all right <laughs> i couldn't help it i'm sorry y'all i know we're trying to move well. i'm trying but, you know. <laughs> i can't help myself no. <laughs> all right so um there but they can't start an investigation until someone actually calls them because it's just a story in a newspaper comments online and it's gone viral but nobody has filed a report to say what they that they've actually seen it so we staying with you guys is what we're trying to say 8 13 a day that uh the children of canada who came under the uh scope of terrorism oh is the, is the number 1-800 peanuts uh <laughs> <laughs> to call in the attack yeah. i don't know they gotta make it simple i'm sure it's just not maybe they'll set up a special phone line special phone line <gasps> yeah i just realized something yes hold on what what happened she's thinking okay oh. here we go ayo ayo I got some truth. It'll make you mad at me because I'm MC Peanut. I might give you an allergy. Oh, oh, bars, bars. Um, and keep in mind, guys, that uh, that was all brought to you by Bevel. That's right. Those kids had a close shave with that peanut butter terrorism. Ah! But you can have a close shave every day. The first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game. Say goodbye to razor bumps. Uh, check out getbevel.com and use code TBGWT to get 20% off of your first month at getbevel.com. 
make yourself feel smooth get your skin feeling luxurious you can get yourself a starter kit that comes with a safety razor shaving brushes blades primer oil shaving cream and cool restoring balm and all you have to do is go to getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code t-b-g-w-t all right let's get into our next segment guys a little game that uh we're gonna, let's just go straight to guess the race. I don't even. Mm-hmm. Do we really need to fuck with black people today? Nope. We already been fucked with. All right. Let's just go Everybody straight. Everybody does. Everybody wins. <laughs> now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right. It's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right. It's guess the race time. That's can you messed up again? That's get. Yep. Now it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land, where we read and play news articles from across the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Amber from the Black Chick Watching Podcast, and uh, Karen actually plays Yay. one. Karen, mm-hmm. Karen will be playing because uh, she can't see my screen anymore, nope. and the chat room will also be playing along where we read news articles, and you have to guess the race. And uh, the chat room is racist, all right? So just throwing that out there before we even get into these stories. Uh, the chat room is extremely fucking racist. <laughs> An 18-year-old posts a video of himself beating a girl on Snapchat, on her Snapchat. Oh! Mm-hmm, yep. This oh, happened no, you cut out. An 18-year-old posted a video. Of himself beating a girl on Snapchat. Oh, did oh. like beating her up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how did he do this? Because you know, well, it, I have more details. Okay, in this article, uh, a man in Palm Beach County could have gotten away with a violent crime, but thanks to Snapchat, the popular social media app used by millions, he's now in jail and facing charges. According to a report by Sun Sentinel, uh, May sixteenth, eighteen-year-old Smith Dorset of Boynton Beach tied up a seventeen-year-old girl and beat her with a belt and then film the entire violent act on her own snapchat oh an arrest report said he forced the victim to unlock her phone after she refused to give him her password then he filmed himself beating her up uh on, on her very own snapchat account that is when several people who knew the victim saw the video on her snapchat and immediately called police right According to police, after speaking with the victim, they discovered the suspect had kept her tied up for several minutes after posting the video. Uh, according to the records, he's been held in Palm Beach County Jail on $50,000 bail. Guess the race of, what is his name? Smith Dorsett. White. All right. It's sad that it's hard for me to think. I mean, that it's hard for me to choose. Mm-hmm. Which makes me sad. But the first name is Smith? Smith Dorsett. Or some, that sounds kind of French or some shit. Okay, so I have my running list of things to say when I'm on the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with um, a boy like that. He killed your brother. Forget that boy. Go find another white. All right. Mm. The chat room says white privilege is a hell of a drug. White. Quay says blacker than black. White, slave master white, rejected football playing OJ Black. That's what we call a white power play girl. White, white man who beats his girlfriends but not his kids. Oh. <laughs> anyway, oh, Jesus. the correct answer is, and most, most of you missed it, black. Oh. 
And uh, some of you did get it. I don't know how you got it, but you got it. Here's uh, what he looks like if you guys want to see, which I'm sure you do. Uh, oh, wait. Now, let me go back to this. There we go. That's him right there, guys. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. So that's the guy, the face of a man who beats a woman up, puts it on her Snapchat, and then is surprised when the police show up to arrest him because you put the evidence on social media right like her friends like people like hey i actually do know who this is you're posting this ain't some random person i have a real relationship with them of course Mm -hmm. uh let's see how about um how about this one a murder for hire plot that was featured on the show cops is headed to trial oh shit uh wait where are the pictures of the perpetrators can i even where's my i might not be able to do this one i need pictures of the people that did the crime do i gotta go look up the i guess i gotta let me google and see if i can find her picture i hate when this happens um okay that's a picture all right cool i can i can use this um so boynton beach florida of course uh if the state of florida attempted murder for hire case against dahlia dipolito unfolds like a reality show maybe that's because it was made with television in mind dipolito 33 years old became the key figure in a special edition of tv's cops which worked with the boynton beach police to show her alleged allegedly conspiring to kill her newlywed husband but this wasn't what the show that she wanted her defense lawyer say the entire plot was an act and she was performing for police in an ill-conceived attempt to create content for her own reality tv show pitch mm-hmm. so it wasn't it's not really uh, it's like the uh anthony weiner defense that's a predator yeah. yeah hey it was i was going i was catfishing y'all the whole time too mm-hmm. it's like we was in on it together police uh Ah! boynton beach department had been planning ride-alongs with the cops crew for months when they said a great case appeared out of nowhere in the summer 2009 muhammad shahede who owns check cashing stores and delis walked into walked in with a salacious tip saying his former lover had asked him to help find a hitman to murder her husband delia muhammad uh born in new york uh wait born delia muhammad in new york dipolito her new name which is uh delia dipolito must be her married name obtained a florida real estate license but her new husband michael dipolito a convicted con man said they met when he called for her services as a prostitute he said the sex was great romance followed and they married as quickly as they could oh so you can't turn her home into a housewife there goes there goes that bit of conventional wisdom I mean, unless she tries to kill you. Lucky for me. Hey, oh, hey, I'm getting the dragon card one way or another, y'all. Just let you know. But the police informant said she wanted his money, about $250,000 worth of savings, and his $225,000 townhouse, which the new husband had paid for in cash and put in her name just days before she allegedly planned to have him killed uh damn he's a con man that fell for this he must have been a terrible con man 
uh what he take out some more insurance too you dumbass yeah that's how they get you i seen snapped detectives urged the cops film crew to come quickly they also wired shihade his phone and his car and had him introduce dipolito to undercover officer witty gene who would play the hitman cops got plenty of videos some of which the police posted on youtube even before the case was closed Ooh, that seems stupid a 23 minute conversation where she tells the apartment hitman she has she's five thousand percent sure she wants her husband dead and promises seven thousand dollars for the job damn that's all it takes to kill a nigga that's all the scene at her townhouse two days later where police break the news to michael dipolito uh the same house now surrounded with yellow crime tape where the lie dipolito falls sobbing onto the chest of a detective who says her husband has been murdered her videotaped interrogation was also filmed where she denies doing anything wrong and suggests to detectives that her husband's former crime partners could be the killers uh nowhere in recorded evidence did she tell the story that she would later bring to court that she her husband and shahade were all major fans of reality tv and were only pretending she claims that they had dreamed up an ill-conceived but innocent video project in which she would play the part of the murderous newlywed and then pitch tv producers to hire them michael dipolito and shahade both denied his story guys i'm sorry something i i gotta come back i'll be right back okay no problem all right um i'll continue reading she probably already made up her mind with her racism a while ago um she was convicted in 2011 and sentenced to 20 years uh in prison but an appellate court overturned the verdict because her lawyers weren't allowed to ask jurors individually about their knowledge of the case which makes sense because if you put out a youtube video that's why i said it was stupid because any you could taint the jury pool because they could be like i saw this on youtube you know and that taints my guilt if i see it on the cops youtube channel i'm probably gonna assume guilt sorry no no problem you back yeah everything's good all right cool cool um but yeah so um she also said in the same defense in her may retrial um she said that um there's a new twist uh the police were so intent on impressing cops that they threatened shahade with arrest if he quit being their informant and that he in turn forced her at gunpoint to meet the pretend hitman so she came up with some more evidence quote unquote um now why would you leave this out of your first trial but bring it up in your second you know what she needs she just needs netflix to make a making a murderer and it should be out uh all right guys guess the race of delia dipolito okay i got this i got this mm-hmm hey all right that sounds latina i'm assuming yep yep all right i've watched enough acme cartoons to know that sound karen she she made me think it is speedy gonzalez latino okay all right going with latino let's see what the chat room believes here plot too deep for no reason gotta be white devil in a blue dress white curry scented criminal curry scented indian uh okay uh latino uh real housewives or cracker valley middle eastern good tv white real housewives or new jersey white well a lot of you guess a lot of different things but ironically only one of you got it right the 
person that said middle eastern stand up uh-uh. well mm-hmm. i hear what the jelly and all that stuff with the guy was definitely not irish but with her she was born she was born delia muhammad in new york as i said mm-hmm. interesting fact uh and that's her man she is bad yeah she's okay as a cold murderer right there like if she was working in a prostitute i see why you tried to save her dog you know what i'm saying hey you never know i mean until they try to kill you then you do know for a fact that you shouldn't have done that but in general you know he was just trying to save one man so at any rate uh let's go to the bonus round uh where's my bonus round music uh here Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the racism in the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen and Amber are 0 for 2, guys. Yeah, we're terrible over here today. But now it's worth double the points, okay, guys? Like, things are on the line. Who will win? We'll find out shortly Ooh. after this message. Uh, the bonus round against the race is brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt enter offer code tbgwt to get three dollars off of any new subscription don't forget you can get six to eight items for less than twenty dollars a month uh it comes with apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items everything um and they now have loot crate level up um with loot wear that's right uh you can be a little bad when you look this good in loot wear in the anti-hero collection mm. featuring vengeful suicide squad and punisher punisher socks a world of warcraft tee you can't forsake a harley quinn item for her that you'll go nuts over and an archer wearable that'll make you sploosh phrasing go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt to get three dollars off any new subscription all right let's see how about um how about this one a woman was killed by a train while investigating the goat man right Mm, okay amber went with white right away um this happened in louisville kentucky yeah an ohio woman was walking oh wait i can i just play this i think i can play this one all right yeah let's give us a second to load and i'll just play the video and I'll a have woman's to talk. search for thrills ends in tragedy raquel bain of dayton ohio was hit and killed by a train last night near south pope Lake road oh let's take time to load boy friends survived the accident way through news reporter sharon you joins us now live in our newsroom sharon what were the couple looking for there well, Chris, the coroner tells us that Bain and her boyfriend were headed to Waverly Hill Sanatorium for the haunted tour. But before that, they made a stop at the trestles near South Poplick Road to check out the myth of the goat man. Today, I spoke with people in the area who told me this myth has taken the lives of many people over the years. Oh, God. Actually, it's, it's been.
been around for years. Even my nephews and nieces used to go and, you know, come out here. Whether it's to see the goat man of urban legend or just for the fun of it, Denise Harris says many people have found reasons to travel up to the trestles that cross South Pofflick Road. The goat man, if you climb up on the trestles and they cross it and he's supposed to come out when they cross the trestles. Little do they know going up there is a deadly choice. They're halfway through here and a train comes, you either have to jump, run, or basically you get hit. Harris says many people assume they can outrun the train. When you're young, you think that you're going to live forever. You know, it's a euphoria. It is. You know, or they think they can outrun the trains, but, you know, that's a long way to go. And, you know, running, you can't run that fast. I'm sorry, you just can't. She's right. With Norfolk Southern trains passing by at an average of 24.1 miles per hour, you would have to be faster than Usain Bolt, the fastest runner in the world, just to keep up with the train. Plus, other residents say this specific area sees heavy traffic. And I see a train pass every 30 minutes or so. It's shocking that you hear about so many deaths and people still go and take the risk. Burns says she can only hope people will give it a second thought before they make the last decision of their lives. It's sad and I pray for the family. My thoughts are with them, but I wish that people would think about what they're doing before they're, they do it. It's definitely dangerous. As for the couple that were up on the trestles yesterday evening, the man told the deputy coroner in charge that they made a split-second decision to hang on the sides of the trestles while the train passed. Unfortunately, Bain couldn't move fast enough and did not make it. She died from injuries from both the train and the 100-foot fall from the trestles. But we also want to take this opportunity to remind viewers the area that people pass through to get up on the trestles is private property, and it is illegal to walk through that area. Chris? All right. Uh, guess the race of Raquel Bain, 26, of Dayton, Ohio. First of all, did they think it was a movie, like, that people can hold up their body weight for, like, minutes on end if you're not a ninja? Get out of here. She was spoiled mayonnaise on potato salad at a long-ass picnic white. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, Karen. Cornfield white. Cornfield white. All right, let's check the chat room. Let's see what they believe. Going towards the danger. Who else but white folk? Didn't have fast twitch muscles. White, white, oh. normal white, <laughs> normal white man. Um, she's a white woman, guys. Uh, was <laughs> was looking for goat cheese from the goat man. Wiggity white. They usually save the white woman tied up to the train tracks. <laughs> Oh. trying to see ghost white and just white the correct answer of course is white all right <laughs> and if you want to see what she looks like um i'll put her on screen here but it's it's pretty much what you thought uh, just a white woman um this I, I like how the woman that was talking giving the interview was like yeah these young kids she's 26 this is old enough to know yeah you old enough to know better and look at this train tracks y'all see how high this is this these are the tracks they're on you have to climb 100 feet to get on the train tracks holy shit and then if some shit happens and you need to get off quick 
there's no fucking way oh so that's why she was saying you don't have a choice but to try to outrun it or jump off right oh my god Holy it's like you wanted to die lean by me shit lean on me oh lean on me right uh, yeah, thank you but for the record for the record for the record for the record lean on me is the black one with joe clark you mean stand by me oh my bad <laughs> yes and it is some stand by me i get the titles mixed up all the time that is just me. like star wars star trek yeah somebody gonna report her to was well she, for that. Well, shit, she need to be leaning on somebody apparently she couldn't do it on the bridge <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right man let's uh let's (laughs) let's wrap this up with the sword ratchet this guy my bad you guys you guys uh broke even there i'll take it Mm -hmm. now for the longest sound effect ever Mm-mm. now um hate i uh, hate to do this two times in a row but uh this, this may need another trigger warning a man attacked two people with a sword for throwing peanuts at him so ah! it, it happened twice Was guys. This, in Canada too? this is the terrorism that we're dealing with here guys now this is uh actually in dubai so this is an international oh they uh, have play yeah a Why man he no, attacked no. two people with a sword after accusing them of throwing peanuts at him in the nightclub. Uh, the 23 year old defendant who doesn't hold any identification documents was at the club. How you get in the club with no ID? Mm-hmm. Mm. Wait, wasn't there a song that started with that? I got a fake ID though. Damn, whatever happened to that kid? What the fuck was the name of that song? It's like, you gotta be 21 again in the club, but I got a fake ID though one some 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 to the two y'all don't know what i'm talking about no I, uh, pro- I probably do if i sit there i thought about it oh god that song is gonna bother me all day now that uh, i you, don't know you don't get a post uh oh my god i can't um oh my god I'm, this is gonna bother me forever y'all i can't i have to ah! i'm derailing the whole show because i have to know mm. Cause you uh, know, I'm no help. I've been there, honey. Uh, no, it's not. This is why I'm hot. What the fuck was the name of that kid? He was homeless. He was a black kid. He was sleeping in the back of his car. He had one song. It was a hit. And then we never heard of him again. Um, homeless. I'm gonna just Google homeless teen rap hit. I don't even know what's gonna come up. Oh God. Uh, 20 rappers who used to be homeless. Okay. Oh, shit, you gotta hold it. You should put in the lyrics, you know. Oh. Yeah, if you're in the lyrics, a lot of times it'll pop up. Yeah, I feel like I don't really know the lyrics very well, though. Oh. Machine Gun Henry, Fat Trail used to be homeless. I didn't know that. Charles Hamlin used to be homeless. That makes complete sense. Uh, oh. uh, Machine Gun Kelly, DJ Quick, Tupac, Capadonna, Charles Hamilton. Well, yeah, obviously. Fat Trail. Brother Ali, Schoolboy Q used to be homeless. I didn't know Yellow that. Wolf. I only know I only know Tupac of everyone you've said. I am so sorry. It's all right. You knew the white person song of the week, so don't worry about that. Jay Electronica, Bodega Boys. Wait, Bodega Bams. Oh, okay. I thought it was like the the 
podcast yeah that made no sense <laughs> pitbull joey fats lil kim karis one dizzy right none of these are the people none of these are the person i'm looking for god damn i'm never gonna remember that kid's name man but it was a song about um something being in the club or some shit i just can't remember it now somebody say jaquan it was jaquan that is who it was i can't believe thank you chat room y'all just saved me an aneurysm that i was gonna ah! have later yeah, somebody <laughs> it popped up twice yeah that's how you get them is um uh i don't even know how you spell jaquan's j-k-w-o-n okay yeah um or G- yeah uh- J- or yeah. j-k-o-n you spell, you spell like that too j-k-o-n mm-hmm. nah it's not j-k-o-n it's like uh j this, this is a tangent that nobody wanted to J-K-W-O-M. go on j-k-w-o-m uh O-O-N. hey you're on my show <laughs> yeah, you're on my show <laughs> i think it's called it was called tipsy um everybody in the club get tipsy yes that was it that was a song now i do know that i love that song see one. I think this is just a, I think this is just an instrumental. I don't even know why that's not the full oh, song. I'm about to say, oh, I'm about to say play the real song. We done went through all this trouble. Shit, you're gonna hear the song today, people. Alright, yeah, alright, I'll find it on uh <laughs> find it on YouTube or something because it didn't want to play on uh I guess he he's not on title for some reason oh all right i found it uh give it a second to load up and it'll play um i don't i don't remember all this drama yeah 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 Two step with me, two step with me. One, here comes the two to the three to the, the four. four. Everybody Anyway, man, back to this dangerous sword, people. So, ah! uh, he got in the club. Oh, <laughs> got in the club with a with no ID somehow. People threw some peanuts at him, he says. I mean, can you really trust the word of a man with a sword? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Um, we told him we didn't throw anything. He told us to head outside of the club with him to solve the issue. Now, y- you never do that. Okay, can we just agree on that? Like... <laughs> the way people solve things outside the club is pretty much always violent 
uh i think i think, <laughs> I think we can at least agree we can agree well on now that. that it's quiet outside I think we should conversate. Yeah. Now, you know, I was very upset inside the club, and you guys hurt my feelings. And I want to step outside and let you guys know. Um, so All it's, that base, it's hard to connect. Yes. Uh, my ego got in the way, and I really wanted to come outside to apologize. Oh, the sword. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, yeah. Uh, we. Uh, so apparently an Indian friend of the two Emiratis said uh as they went outside the defendant followed them then i saw him and about five others reaching for swords and knives they had inside their vehicles adding the defendant attacked the two emiratis before fleeing oh he had five other friends five other ones dog he hit me on the left arm and when he was about to strike again i tried to avoid the sword but it injured me in the chest my friends was then attacked and injured in the left hand said the 39 year old victim whose friend lost the use of his left hand as a result of the injury suffered in the oh attack yeah yeah these things get serious really quickly the defendant was not present in court to, t- to face charges of physical assault and the next hearing will be august 4th it was not clear why the case took three years to reach court because y'all don't take sword racks oh seriously God. yeah you don't take shit seriously when it comes to swords and so apparently it's completely okay to to do that um all right guys make sure it was only a left hand though you son of really <laughs> i didn't say that this is why i'm gonna stop inviting right people on the show okay because y'all y'all don't y'all don't respect the safe space that i've created here for left-handed individuals <laughs> y'all always had to come in and try to center rightness around the entire show and uh we're sick of dealing with y'all shit okay so it's gonna uh you know if i if i didn't learn to love you despite the fact that you're so anti-love uh i wouldn't tell people to be donating to help you get to dragon con but that's 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 what that's what left people have to deal with every day uh make sure you guys check out ever's uh show black chick watching and um not no other show that she has she doesn't have any other shows and uh also make sure you guys uh follow her on twitter at black chick watching um nope, just black chip watch like the thing oh, you bad. wear on your wrist yeah just black so chip you have watch. three extra characters my bad black chip watch shout out to spreadsheet uh and uh do you want to follow you at the, at the other one too or just that at, nope, i mean your personal that. all right just that so black chick watch everything y'all black chick watching and black chick watching.com.com mm-hmm. black chick watching.com uh black chick watching podcast black chick watch on twitter um you know look i'm a fan of watching black chicks all right i mean i I haven't even been watching the olympics really but every time uh a black woman wins something my timeline let me know and i go specifically i go specifically watch that me too yeah i feel like the white people at the limits gotta feel like come on man what's left like what are y'all <laughs> the fuck are y'all coming for next the winter olympics jesus christ shot put we don't got nothing nope, we coming for it all right that woman won shot put and she was bad as hell in that red dress wouldn't you though i was like what the? She it's not fair man it's not fair go ahead big girl you know what i'm saying big it girl is. too i was like yeah big fine is what we call them uh and it wasn't fair it's just not fair man mm-hmm. this she threw that that she set that record in shot put and then she was like and also setting it off on this red carpet and she a makeup artist too in real life so like 
Man, damn. amazing! And, and her daddy won like the silver in Olympics years ago, doing the same thing she's doing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, she's amazing. Ain't she though? For real, man. I've been staring at this picture of her all day. Everybody keep retweeting, and I just be like, "Thank you for the retweet." Another reason to look at her in his red dress, laid. Uh, at any rate, man, make sure you guys check that out, and we'll be back tomorrow um, with more of of this podcast. So, until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>